Hello, friends. Welcome to the Slim, Fitty, and Biggie Committee podcast, where we review hip hop albums so that you don't have to. Coming up on today's show, we've got Royce to Five Nine's new album, The Allegory. All right, let's get into it. So the review of the Royce to Five Nine album Allegory. What'd you guys expect coming in? Alright, so um I had mixed emotions going into this album. Um it's something that I um I feel like I delayed listening to. Um Did you how how long did you delay? Uh, I've delayed quite a long time. Oh, um, really? <laughs> just, just because I like this came out right after Eminem's uh, album, and I was like, obviously being an avid Eminem fan, I listened to that straight away. Um, but then when this rip came out, I was sort of like, I don't know, I, I didn't feel as hyped as I did for the Eminem album. So how dare you? I, yeah, I know. I sort of delayed it. Um, but in saying that, I also. Like there was excitement to listen to it. It was just sort of like it was just deeper down within inside me. I needed to find the the motivation to to listen to it because I knew it was going to be good because Royce is good. And what finally motivated you to do it? I think the um, I think it would have to be the peer pressure. <laughs> uh, that'd do it. That'd do it. Yeah. <laughs> but but you know in this instance i'm glad that i was influenced by peer pressure because i was um very satisfied with the album well that's oh, a spoiler spoiler, spoiler i won't let you guys know what i think until the end me i was like you know it all i'm not going to talk about the album <laughs> i thought we were talking about monster Hunter world yeah can we uh, no. <laughs> I mean, because I was going into this album, obviously, after Royce's most recent album, Book of Ryan, I was actually a big fan of the Book of Ryan. He did some good stuff, but then, you know, him doing and producing this album, I was kind of nervous as to what would happen. Like, whenever you're a first-time producer, yes, he's worked with Primo, yes, he's worked with Dr. Dre, but first-time producer and writing his own songs, I was kind of nervous heading into it. Um, and I'm a big fan. Like, I'm a really big fan of Royce. I listened to him. Obviously, we all went to go see him live. Um, yeah, I was kind of nervous about this because you just don't know what's going to happen first time producing. But, um, yeah, I was keen to listen to it. And I did listen to it a few times. So, can't wait to let you just boys know what times. I think. In two months, you've listened to it a few times. Yeah. I bet he's listened to it as much as I've listened to music yeah. to be murdered by. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> Mate, really? I, go to, I go to sleep listening to that shit. Yeah, I know. <laughs> oh, um, Daddy? Um, yeah, I don't know. I've been like, I've been a Royce fan for years. Like, but I haven't liked an album of his for years as well. Like, 
Street Hop is one of my favorite albums, and that was like 2009. Then I like the shit he did with Premiere, Prime and stuff. That was pretty cool. Bad Meets Evil. But all that shit is like more than five years ago. And like the, the albums he's done in like the last few years, what, Book of Ryan? What else was there? Did he did Prime 2. Prime 2 was average. Like Prime 1 did, was amazing. And he did Layers before that. That was his Layers was too. average as well, yeah. Book of Ryan, Layers, no, none of that impressed me except like, you know, a couple of songs. So... Like, I wasn't, like, super-duper excited for this album because of the few albums that have been leading up to it. But um, it's Royce to 5'9", and he's, he's an amazing rapper, so, you know, he, can, he has potential. Well, the interesting thing is that he did Success is Certain in 2011 and then had a five-year break. And really? then since 2016 has done three, i.e. Layers, Book of Ryan, and The Allegory. So that's like he's he, he took a big break for doing solo albums for a while. Okay. Obviously, he did that stuff with, like, you know, um, Prime, and he did Slaughterhouse uh, Bad Meets Evil, Slaughterhouse. But he did Slaughterhouse in 2009. So, and then, but yeah. Welcome to Our House was 2012. So yeah. he did take a break in there, but it seems like he's just smashing stuff out now, like, Book of Ryan was only 2018, and this is 2020. Um, and he's just been on a bunch of features as well. Yeah. He's Prime been... 2 was also 2018. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, he's been doing a lot lately. Not not, not enough to impress me. I'm not, not talking about this album. Just leading up to it, he hasn't been impressing me as much as uh, he used to. But mm. we're going to see what happens. Yeah, that. I was keen so to see what his flow would be like and the sound he produced. Yeah. So speak on like, um, I, I feel like you're saying, Danny, that overall not an artist that impresses me, but I'll still list like, has, or not an artist that has impressed me recently with his like bodies of work. However, yeah. I know he's an amazing artist. Correct. Um, and Aaron's like got this sort of like, um, like emotional, nostalgic, like just, overall like admiration for Royce so no matter even if he knows that a project may be sort of you know mediocre he'll still like listen to it and look forward to listening to it because it's Royce and because it's one of his favorite artists but how would you compare Royce then if another artist dropped an album like where does he sit on the your scale of like rappers and levels of mm. excitement when he drops an album like because for example when Eminem dropped an album for example like that like I'm off like my excitement levels are off the chart like I'm like right I've got to go listen yeah. to this like right now I'm not doing anything else no one talk to me this yeah. is it yeah. so like how does Royce compare like to other artists when he drops an album like this like for mm. Aaron and then for Danny well Royce is definitely up there for me I think the the thing that always weighs on my mind is history. He's got a history of good stuff. He's got a history of things that I like. So he's always going to be creating excitement for me when he's releasing new music. Having said that, it doesn't stop me from listening to it and going, I'd skip that song. Um, it just means that he's got enough history and goodwill in the bank for me to turn around and go, all right, I'm going to go for this. Whereas if his first three albums were poor then i'd have that less you know more less likely to to go for it but i've liked what he's been doing for a long period of time now so um he's kind of got that 
respect in the bank already. So even if he doesn't do a great job, I'll still look forward to the next one, although it may be like a little bit nervous about it, but I'll still be keen to listen to it. Mm. It's a good question. Um, I would probably say, like you, although not to your level, but I was probably more excited for Eminem than for Royce, just because Eminem is just a... He's just one of the best rappers of all time, even though he hasn't been the best for a long time. He always has potential. Um, And then similarly, like, Jay Electronica released an album recently, and that was like 10 years in the making, and I was way more excited for that than this Royster 591. And that one, he's never released an album. He's, like, released one song. But that song was amazing. Um, Exhibit C, Jay Electronic. Yeah. Like, that shit is insane. One song, and I was more excited for his album than Royce's. So that's kind of where I'm at with Royce today. If this was 10 years ago, though, and Royce was releasing an album, it would have been on the top of my list of things to do, to listen to. So he has fallen slightly in the last 10 years. Yeah, but I will give him credit because he does try a lot of new things. Like, Every album, for the most part, is different. And I like that in an artist because I think a common complaint with a lot of artists is that they do the same thing all the time and there's no development in their art. Whereas this, at the very least, he's trying new stuff, getting into the producing game. So, you know, got to give him props for always trying to get better. I yeah. found that really interesting that you said that, um, Aaron, that he this album he not only, like, obviously wrote all the lyrics for, but he produced himself was that like entirely he produced it all himself like he had assistance like you know there's a song there with primo on there and stuff and obviously he did get training but for the most part it's his sound he experimented it's like you know for the first time in his career where he controls all of it from lyrics to sound to who's on it the whole thing he doesn't have to rely on others to make a good beat for him he's just picked them himself yeah, that's sick. Like, I feel yeah. like that's like you got to give him props for that because, um, like that's taking on a whole nother beast, like to do that. And, um, I feel like, um, a lot of artists, like rappers, um, as they get older in their careers or as they progress into their careers, they like then begin to pursue the producing sort of avenue. And it can either, they can go like one or two ways. Um, it can either work out really well or just be something that, um, they probably should never have <laughs> looked into in the first place. Well, so. fingers crossed Royce doesn't head down that way where he shouldn't have done it and he should have just stuck to what he was good at. So fingers crossed this is the start of a good journey for him, not a, a poor one. Yeah, and like I think like my final thoughts on this before I get into this album is this is the very first Royce album that I have listened to in its entirety so um, this is sort of like now set the bar for me. That's embarrassing. Expectations <laughs> of Royce. And like, I know it's embarrassing because like Royce has obviously been around for years and years and I have listened to like his songs before. Like, yeah, I, I don't know. This is the first album that I have listened to from track one all the way through to the end. And I um, am thankful for it. So, Well, I'm interested to see what you say because Danny and I have obviously listened to a lot more of his work. So 
we've got a little bit more in terms of our expectations of what we're used to from him. So it'll be interesting to see the difference between your interpretation versus Danny versus mine. Yeah, absolutely. Before we get into it, is it worth saying what allegory means? Because when I first heard the album, I didn't know what allegory means. But as a definition, it's a story, poem, or picture that can be interpreted to reveal a hidden meaning, typically a moral or political one. So that kind of sets the the base of what this album's going to be about in terms of theme. Yeah. Oh, well, to be honest, I didn't know what it meant either um, before listening to the album. Um, Aren't you a school teacher? Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Are you both school teachers? Uh, I'm not, not, bloody, not a bloody dictionary, mate. Um, uh. But, uh, like, yeah, I didn't know either, and I was pleasantly surprised when... When you um, learned a new spo- word? When, spoiler alert, in the album it does sort of explain what that means. Yeah, there um, is a I, definition I, of it. Yeah. Yeah, I thought that was really, like, cool. I like how um, Royce is, like... Um, Teaching English? Yeah, like, I don't know, like, just educate, <laughs> like, going going out of his way to not only think of a cool concept for an album, but then explain what that concept means for those dumbos out there like me who don't understand what <laughs> an allegory is. Um, so, but did, did understanding what allegory means affect your listening of the album? It affected my um, interpretation of the album because then I was looking for hidden messages and hidden meanings um, that okay. sort of went deeper than just the surface of what he was trying to get across on each track. Yeah, okay, interesting. And I think I have got sort of a, a meaning or one like a, one of the main meanings from this album like from that comes full circle from the beginning to the end that I'll reveal later. Uh, oh, so, what a tease. Yeah. What a tease. That's a good tease. Oh. All right, way, guys, I forgot stay to... tuned because there's a big reveal at the end. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, <laughs> yeah, so look for that like hidden um, hidden reveal or hidden message in this video. And, and remember um, to know... drop a like, subscribe, baby. <laughs> <laughs> we need everyone we can get. We're doing we're doing giveaways to those people who find that hidden, uh, hidden message and uh, comment that. So um, a special yeah. coronavirus giveaway. <laughs> yeah, the best comment to... will be able to join us on the podcast and review an album yeah. of their choice. Oh, looks like my mom's <laughs> joining the podcast. <laughs> You'll also get a, a signed um. A signed photograph of um of the Slim Pity and Biggie committee. Um, so yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so miss out. Track one. Let's go. Royce to five nine album review. The allegory. Track one. Uh, this Mr. is copyright. Grace. This is copyright. Intro. Big <laughs> <laughs> Quint is going to sue us now. Good one. We can't yeah. release the podcast now. Big Quint is like obviously I'm a huge fan of Big Quint, but. I'm just, I, I want to know what's going on with the man's life lately. He just hasn't been sort of dropping content like he usually does. And I'm just like, you know, YouTube censoring his shit now. Like, I don't know what's going on, but um, shout out to Big Quint and okay. <laughs> and uh, shout I out to want to see you get back into No, shout out to all my hip-hop reviewers. Shout out to Dead End Hip-Hop. Shout out to Big Quinn. Shout out to The Needle Drop. All right, let's do it. All right, I'll stop fucking around. Okay, so 
Track one, Mr. Grace intro. Uh, this is my initial reaction to uh, track one. So, uh, a dope intro to this album. Dope. Um, I, pat- I particularly enjoyed the opening conversation between uh, the father and son. Mate, stop reading this shit. Now, <laughs> these are my pre-prepared notes. So oh, I'm referring that's to them. So, okay. Oh, okay. Uh, I'm about so, to read an essay. All right. Um, I'm just going to sort of summarise what I'm saying here from my notes. So, um, I'm or already say it without making it sound like you're reading right. it. <laughs> I'm going to yeah, do yeah. an intro for you so that we can do it and you can kind of have a second. So, oh, no, track no. one, Mr. Grace, Royster59, The Allegory. Off you go, Matt. What did you think? All right. This is a dope intro to the album, in my opinion. Uh, I particularly enjoyed the conversation that you hear between the father and the son. And Royce is already starting to impress me with his... Uh, his clarity, his control, and his delivery of his lyrics um, in this track, which I feel are, are setting the tone um, as well as the themes of this album. So <laughs> I, I sense some profound shit is uh, is coming, and um, all I can say on this track is let's get it, let's, let's bring it on. What'd you give it in terms of a star rating? I gave it four out of five stars. Um, as a as an opening big track. stars um, there that is big stars yeah big stars just because um i don't know i just um I, like i said i really enjoyed that sort of opening conversation the questions that the the, the father was posing to his son um, is it son like, yeah. i thought it was daughter that's me i don't know dan did you think it was a son or um there's it's definitely a daughter later there's another skit uh, later in the album mm. where he's talking to a daughter I don't know if this is the same no, child so he's talking is, to. Yeah, so this is um, from my interpretation. This is the son, and then he, and then in Miss Miss Grace, that's the daughter. Yeah, so that might be. Talking, oh, maybe he's, he's, talk, he's talking to his two children, and um, he's um, yeah. I, I, I don't know. I just it's it, it, it's a concept that I haven't heard before on an album, um, and I also liked how it was a combination of the conversation as well as Royce spitting some shit and. Yeah, I don't know. I just really liked it. Mm. Was he spitting though? Mm, that's a good question. Well, he he, he he was he was spitting, but like not in like a like get you out of your seat sort of way. But it does what an opening or an intro track needs to do to set up an album, I think, or set up this album. So I don't know. I don't have anything to compare it to in terms of Royce's other bodies of work. So based on this listen for this album, I liked it. I give it four stars. That might change um, upon future listens. Because, I don't know, I agree with you that the intro, like the back and forth, was really cool. It's just a cool way of getting information across. It kind of sends a message. It kind of sends the tone for the album, though. Like, I tend not to be a huge fan of political stuff, only because... Well, like, you're in for a ride on this. Yeah, album. I know. Uh, but it's like part of my opinion on hip hop is like, yes, they have a tool to speak, but at the same time, it's like an escape. So I don't know. I was interested to see, but I mean, his flow is so slow here. I mean, mm. like what it flow? is. There's no flow. But it, it's just like he's just talking. But like he's right. he's still got really cool imagery in his lines. And he's got still got multi syllable rhymes here, like. He says things like, I was destined to be more, more than an apple laying next to a tree, bro. 
I'm just here to get popped by the cops, get popular so I can get discredited in a documentary by the enemy while in a homicidal, fratricidal cycle of wild, constant, hostile energy looking down the barrel of a rifle while trying to find some inner peace. It's cool, the wordplay that he's doing, but at the same time, I can also speak and I can say that. And I'm not I'm not saying that I could do it as well, but part of what I've always liked about Royce is flow and he just doesn't have it here. That is um, so true. That is correct. Yeah. And then the beat is just a bit too raw. There's just something missing. Like, I get that he's trying to get the words to carry, but there's just something a little bit too simple about the song. He needs a little bit more. He needs it to pop. If he's going to have an intro that's long, it's like four minutes, he can have that meaningful bit at the start. But I want it to pop. I want it to big up the vibe so that I know and I'm looking forward to the next song. I just don't think he did that. Mm-hmm. Mm. But, like, I feel like he's on some preacher shit here. Like, and that's, like, like I said before, this that's setting the tone for the album. This is going to be a preachy sort of album. Um, and maybe an intro that pops isn't the perfect fit for this album. Maybe it's more, maybe this is the intro that is perfect for this particular album. Like, I don't know. I don't know if this album is going to be a, a banger album. As such. <laughs> um, like, Yeah, but it's like, my point is that I want a track that makes me want to listen to the next one. And if I'm not into hip hop and not into Royce to Five Nine, am I going to listen to the next next track after that? Maybe is probably the answer. Like I gave it three stars. Yeah. Okay. Mm. Would you reckon, Danny? Yeah, like I'm more leaning towards you, Aaron, uh, <clears throat> because yeah, like the thing that stood out for me with Royce from the very start when I discovered him or listen to him for the first time, was his flow. That is number one. That is his greatest asset, is his yeah. flow. And he completely threw that out the window for this song. But I also see what Matt's saying with, um, mm. like, this is a concept album, and so he's trying to set the the stage for the album, and I guess it does that. But I judge songs also, like, on replayability and there's like mm-hmm. there's no replayability in a spoken word poetry style song like i don't put those kinds of songs in a playlist to listen to again and again like it's spoken word poetry like yeah it's got some good good lines like like you said like i picked out the exact same one as you i was destined to be more than an apple laying next to a tree bro clandestine colorful g stuck in a g code thrust in a street mode like that's cool and like he's saying something like like the apple doesn't fall far from the tree he wants to be more than his father's son but like that that i said it better than he said it on that on this album yeah spoken worded it like that's not what i'm into and like i can see where matt's coming from but i don't want to listen to this again no um two and a half stars like as a replayability factor, because it's so low, I just nah. This one's not for me. Like, well, there's I, no replayability. Like, I wouldn't listen to this again. It was like I only listen to it so I can get a little bit more from it. But I don't in my spare time. I won't be listening to it because it's not an enjoyable listen. It's purely for the concept of the album. It's not for anything else. Yeah, 
like listening to it, like listening to it from front to back, the whole album, you would listen to this song, but you would never put this in a playlist just to chuck yeah. on and, and relax and listen to Like it doesn't, doesn't do much for me anyway. True. I think like, yeah, I, I agree with both of you on that point. I wouldn't like bump this in the whip. <laughs> but, <Pizza! laughs> but like, it's, I, I, I'm trying to like, um, go into this album from like the perspective of Royce wants me to listen to his album in its entirety. And this is a part of, obviously a part of it. So like, if I'm just like speaking on what it is and what I think it's in like tending to be, I think it serves its purpose. So yeah, like I feel like maybe I'm being a bit too generous with the four stars. It's, it's, it's definitely between a three and a four. Um, the reason I think why I gave it a four in the end was because it was cool. It was something that I hadn't heard before on an intro track. And yeah, like I said, I feel like it's setting the tone and the themes for the album. It's not just some pointless intro that like lasts, you know, 30 seconds. Like it's, it's, um, it's got a purpose behind it. Um, so yeah, that's fair. Yeah, that's fair. yeah, that is fair. Well, I think it's time to head into track two, Dope Man. So, Danny, do you want to kick this one off? Dope Man, the dopest song on the whole album, baby! <laughs> nah, this song is trash, dog! This song yeah. is actually trash. This is the worst song on the whole album. It's not even a song. Like, he's doing so many things on this one song, and none of it works. Like, he's got some dude singing for the intro, Mm-hmm. which is not what I listen to Royce albums or songs for, is for some guy singing. That goes straight into a skit, which is like, it adds nothing. Like, I don't want to listen to a skit on an album either, ever. Yeah. Then you go, then you get a Royce verse, which is eight bars long. It's not even a verse. Like, it's not even a song. Like, there's an Ice Cube sample that reminds you every five seconds that this song is about a dope man, so thank yeah. you. That's interesting. Um, the beat is shit. It's not interesting at all. Yeah, production on the first two tracks. I'm not a fan of Royce's production so far. The first two first two tracks, not into his production. Um, there's there's one interesting thing at the end, like in the outro of the song, and he like he says the government injected crack into my natural habitat. Charged me with possession and arrested me for having it after that. Like, that's really cool. Yeah. It's it's in the outro. It's not even part of his verse. He just tossed it away. It's funny because you chose the exact same lyrics as I did when I was like, they've got, like, that was my favorite line, but it was the only line in the whole thing that mattered to me. Like, I agree. I don't know who Emini is, no hate, but just didn't. He didn't add anything. It wasn't part of the song. He was singing before a skit. I was. I just thought, if you're going to do a skit, Cedric the Entertainer, who I do like as a actor, he just he should have gone first. Skits go before a song, not yeah. in the middle of a song. It's jarring and it makes no sense. Like the construction of it just was horrendous. I just didn't understand. If you liked Emini, and then you get ready for. Royce, it kind of stops all the momentum you have, and then just that 
Dope Man Please over and over <laughs> and over again. Yeah. I get it. Dope I, Man, Dope Man. Just so, uh, so annoying. It was it was an annoying voice. Yeah, I hated this too. Like I gave it two stars, which probably upon reflection one and is, a half. One and a half. Yeah. I mean it was bad. I just it was disappointing at best. Yeah. Ooh. Here we yeah, go. No. We're about to get a spanner in the works here. Five stars from Matt. <laughs> no, no, not at all. This this track for me, um like <clears throat> based on what I I jotted down, like it was there was just something missing here that also there's something that wasn't quite right for me. Um I suggested here, like maybe it needed another a verse from Royce, like to make it a song, or Absolutely. even a, a, a surprise feature from Ice Cube would have been would have been cool. <laughs> um, um, so like like respect to him for sampling, obviously a classic NWA hit on this track, but execution wasn't um, was was far from perfect. Um, uh, you don't get sweet. props just for sampling a good artist. You only get props for using a sample in the right way, and he just didn't do it. Like, there's mm. no point taking a sample from Ice Cube to chop it up like that and have it add absolutely nothing and annoy the listener. <laughs> true, true. Um, look, I, I, I think I gave it props because I said that um, it's a short and sweet track that, interestingly, on like this listen like the, the the repetitive dope man didn't annoy me for some reason um i said that you know i did enjoy like listening to it like i said before though however i thought there was something missing or something not quite right about it um i proposed that based on this listen i feel like this track is setting up the next one i feel like it, it, it's it's in there to achieve that purpose but it's it doesn't necessarily um hold any value as a standalone track well, the problem is now you've had an intro that sets up the album and now a song that is supposed to be setting up the rest of the album. So Yeah, yeah, there's a lot of setup going on here. So, yeah. <laughs> what did you yeah. give it in stars? Um, based on this lesson, I gave it three, but I, I, I feel like, you know, that... that um, generous. Made me too yeah, generous. it is, it is yeah. definitely generous. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, yeah. we're on track. Like you've been at one above me the whole time. Danny's been half a star below me the whole time. So it's on track so far. Yeah, 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 definitely. Our star, Next. our star rating systems might be different. Like mm. what I consider a five star song may be different to what you consider to be a five star song. Like the the um criteria or whatever. So like, mm. it sounds like we're all so far along the same you know on the same page so yeah. far yeah yeah well star means, ratings aside let's 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 like explain that then like let's now that you brought it up let's like you you said Danny, that like your stars is largely based on like replayability yeah. so um so is there anything else you like nah it's base your star on? because because i rate songs individually like that's different from rating an album. So mm. individually, it's got to be replayability. That's like the biggest factor. Um, so five stars is, yes, I want to listen to this song over and over again. Like, uh, yeah. Four stars is close. Four stars is like, 
it's almost well it's almost five stars it's four star song like it's good but i might get sick of it after you know 10 times or whatever three stars mm. is like ah, it's 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 average it's it's an average song that maybe i would listen to while i'm listening to the album like all the way through but there's no way it's going in a playlist like that's that's just average three stars is average for me mm. two stars is like two? already trash two stars is trash <laughs> like like i'm not I'm listening happy. to a two star song ever not even like listening to an album from front to back i'm skipping two star songs and then one star, one stars very often <laughs> yeah like i oh, i don't know if i have like one star has got to be the worst piece of shit that has ever been recorded and called hip hop like that. Yeah. It's rare to give a one star song. Like, um, it's got to be bad. It's got to be the worst thing I've ever heard in my life. And I don't think I've come across a one star song yet, to be honest. But that's Ooh. my, that's my ratings. Mm. Maybe, uh, maybe you'd have to go back to our 50 cents catalog to, uh, find oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I'll find heaps of wonders there. <laughs> He's the king of wonders, baby. Specifically, get rich or die trying album. Oh, how do you? My first love. My first love. <laughs> just for the record, I love that album. I love 50 Cent. I just purely said that for uh, Me value, too. and I knew Danny would eat, in, eat, eat that shit up. Yeah. <laughs> he has a history of not liking 50 Cent stuff, although I think he's turning slowly. Yeah, he's, he's not as bad as I thought. Uh, he's, got good, he's got good points. Well, I think it's time to move into track three, I Don't Age. Yeah, I'm going to kick this one off, boys. No, nah, I'm kicking this off. Move aside, baby! <laughs> no, I'm kicking this off. Move aside. <laughs> <laughs> All I can say is there it is, boys. The first track of this album. Yeah, boys. <laughs> so, <laughs> so that is a clear five star track, um, in my opinion. Um, also, tra- I need to reference track two. Track two makes more sense to me now after it was followed up by this banger. It ties in with the sort of the dope man theme. Um, even though track two was, like we said, not executed perfectly. Um. I feel like the the beat on track three, I don't age, is um is dope. So is the chorus, the verses from Royce here. Um, I liked it all. Um, I especially enjoyed how seamlessly, uh, Royce sort of flowed from the chorus to each verse and then back again throughout this track. It was just like a, it felt so, it appeared so effortless, effortless, effortlessness. He's not, <laughs> I'm done. I butchered that one. <laughs> it felt so effortless for him, um, or it felt like as a listener, it was just easy for him to um, to perform this song. Um, I felt like he enjoyed performing this song. Uh, noteworthy lyrics on this listen um, from I Don't Age for me are, um, you in, always sleeping, I'd rather stay woke. They say you are what you eat, but I never, never ate, ate goat. goat. Oh, that's the <laughs> best line ever. Um, the way so, that line makes it the best. Oh, it's so good. It's yeah. so good. So, um, yeah, it's a five-star track for me, no doubt, and I would absolutely listen to this again. And based on Danny's star rating, um, it would be going in a playlist. <laughs> <laughs> Use your own ratings. <laughs> Five-stars. Right. Danny, what do you think? Um, I thought this song was mediocre at best. Uh, yeah, genuinely, like, 
no, nah, this song was mediocre best. Um, the beat was like, again, it's just, well, there's two, there's two parts of the beat, isn't there? There's like, mm. there's like a beat switch. It keeps switching back and forth. One of the beats, I'm not a fan of at all. But then there's the beat where it kicks in during the verse, like product of the dope game. When, when he says that and the beat kicks in, yeah. that's the beat I like. Um, yeah, with the piano. Yeah, yeah. So half the beat I like, half the beat I don't, which is annoying because then just give me the beat I like the whole time. Like Royce is, he's spitting at the end. Like it, t- it takes a bit of a, a couple of verses to get into it. And then he's, and then he's really like once it's like, you know, like you said, they say you are what you eat, but I never ate goat like that shit. That's all in the delivery. Like, he mm. killed that. Like, you believe that he's the goat when he says that. The other one is, give give you L's, give me O's. The only thing that look good on paper to me is Benji's ho. Like, it's, <laughs> just, just, it's funny. It's funny. He's, he's, he's got some funny lines. So, I guess it's a step in the right direction. Like, it's a three-star song, which is the highest I've given so far. But it's still like average. So so far, I'm really not impressed. But it's going in the right direction, so there is hope, I guess. Yeah, I mean, I am the same with the beat. Give me the beat that I like the whole way through, and just add drops. Don't beat change on me to some just you know boom bap generic shit that i don't like (laughs) like as soon as he adds the piano i'm like this is really nice it adds contrast which is what you want in you know your instrumentals but he just doesn't do that enough and like my favorite line was my brethren i'm not a legend i'm not a vet do not address me as second i'm the best Mm. it's just a cool line to have yeah he has some little cool stuff here but the beat to me, the beat was better than the lyrics, and his flow, again, isn't fantastic here. Like, it's not his signature. It's not smooth for whatever reason. I don't know if he's trying to do something more controlled, but, yeah, I just wasn't a huge fan of this either. I, for me, it was average. I put three and a half stars as well. That's the highest on this album. Yeah. Um, but, I, again, like, would I listen to this again? Probably not. There's just, he's at that point for me where I'm, a little bit concerned about where this is heading. Yeah, definitely. Very interesting. Yeah. I thought you guys would eat that up. Mm. Not mm. quite. Not quite on the same page with that one. Yeah. Interesting. Very interesting. Okay. But then again, like you said before, you're speaking from having experience listening to a larger catalogue of Royce's music. So yeah, I guess that's um, right. Yeah. You know, you've got a lot more to compare this song to than I do. So yeah, like there's, same. A, there's an ideal Royce that I want to hear. Like there's a Royce that I love, and mm. this isn't it. Like it still might be a good Royce, but it's not the specific Royce that I'm looking for. And that's that's what's like t- uh, bringing the album down a little bit for me. But but could be good for you coming in and this being your first experience. You have no expectations, really. So, like, coming in fresh, you definitely get a different perspective. So it's interesting to hear what you say. Yeah, but at the same time, I'm rating these songs, yes, with a bit of history, but at the same time, you know, would I listen to it again? 
what is my opinion on this song? You know, take Royce's history out of it. What do I genuinely look for in songs? And I, for me, it's a lot of sound. And the sound so far hasn't been up to par. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I agree. It's no boom. No, no <laughs> Definitely boom. You not. can't bring up probably his best song ever. <laughs> Definitely his best song ever. Yeah. Um, can this be a podcast now? Just talk about the boom. <laughs> we'll have to do a separate one just for oh, boom. Just for Royce's tick, best. Tick, tick, tick. Hey! <laughs> righty, track four, Pendulum. So uh, I'll take the the stand on this one. The law works the pendulum. No, the law the pendulum. <laughs> Sorry, is that the song or is that you, Danny? I couldn't tell. It sounds exactly the same. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so I mean, like this was slower beat again, and he's back to using heavy drums and piano. Like I love that combo. It's like you know a combo that Havoc used in Mobs Deep, Hell on Earth. Like it's just got that signature sound, that boom bap and piano really works but then it just feels like it doesn't hit they're just used separately like there's piano and then there's boom bap and then there's piano and then there's boom bap and they just never combine that well it just feels weird and then the hook nothing literally nothing for me <laughs> like i got the sense that like again he's too controlled he's not letting loose and he's not just going for it like I don't understand why he's all of a sudden speaking so slowly and enunciating every single word. I get it. I can understand what you're saying without you needing to speak really slowly. Like, he just doesn't... His flow's not there. And then, like, he's got Ashley Sorrell. But her voice was actually quite nice. Like, I almost found her more pleasant to listen to. Ashley Sorrell. How dare you? She is a legend. She was better... Shit, I don't know who she is. She was better than Royce, though, on this track. And her rhyming scheme was interesting. That's controversial. Because she was, like, shitting, feelings, reminiscing, winning. She just had that cool rhyming scheme, in my opinion. But at the end of the day, it doesn't change the fact that I gave this two stars. I really did not love this. Damn, dog. That's interesting. That is very interesting. Okay. What did you give it? He gave it two stars. Yeah. Two wow, stars. That is, is that, that's, that, that, that's trash. That, that is trash. trash. Yeah, that's equal to my lowest. That's like Dope wow. Man. What? I did not this like is, it. This is the same as Dope Man. Yeah. No way. I, I did not like it. I don't know oh. what it was. You just didn't hear me. I didn't like listening to it at all. Wow, wow, wow. Okay. Well, I liked it a lot more than you, Aaron. I thought the beat was simple but effective. The bad part of the song, which stops it from being a five-star song, is, like you're saying, the hook, like, rob the rich and leave them with the fucking bill. That's interesting. It's an interesting line. But don't (laughs) say it a hundred times in a row. Yes. And then he picks up a new saying, and the Lord swings the pendulum. The Lord swings the pendulum. Again and again and again. It's just annoying. Like... So that brings it down, but that's only the hook. I like the beat. He's got some interesting lines, like, started beef on IG and hide behind a meme. Dark secrets, closet probably looking like Halloween. Y'all come out the closet just to market y'all new garbage. I'm inside your bitch apartment. Dick is parked about nine inches in the carcass. 
Like, that's <laughs> nasty, dog. Like, I love that imagery. And, um, and he's talking about, you know, rappers or wannabe gangsters these days. And they're beefing on Instagram and beefing with memes and shit. Like, I'm, I support Royce's stance on this. Like, if you got beef, take it off of Instagram. Take it off of, you know, don't post your funny memes. Yeah. And, and take it to a track. Like, record something. Like, then I'll pay attention. That's what hip hop's about. So I support Royce's stance on that. Um, the feature was okay. Like, uh, didn't impress me. Like, it was, it was such a, sh- it was like a throwaway thing at the end, really. Like, she just came on really late and had a short verse. So, like, could, didn't really have time to impress me, but the beat was cool. I liked what he was saying. Hook was annoying. Four stars. Four stars. It's the highest one. Yeah, yeah. So, so we're getting there. For me, for me, we're starting to get somewhere. Royce is Royce is doing something now. He's awake. He's woke. That's it. The beast. <laughs> the beast is awake. Um, oh. <laughs> I'm questioning my uh, review now. No, I'm uh, interested. Uh, I like having the difference. This is six what stars, it's all about. <laughs> He's bloody done it again. Another five star track. Oh, really? Oh, five stars. Generous. So, first thing I notice, first thing I notice and love is the keyboard slash piano um, and the solid beat. Um, It sort of gave me, I don't know, not like the same feeling as like a Dre song, but just anytime I hear a piano, I'm like, oh, it instantly draws me in. Um, sort of like it's how um, song I know, no. I know, but like I'm just saying, like I was just using the comparison to like how Dre often uses the piano. Look, I'm just saying it draws me in and it makes me want to continue listening to the song. Um, I thought it was a solid beat, um, followed by a catchy chorus that I could see myself <laughs> singing. Catchy. So, chorus. so by the chorus, and when I'm talking about the chorus, I need to like. Um, I need to explain. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I'm referring to. um, No, no, I'm referring to. Oh, I think I got it mixed up actually. Um, I'm 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 referring to that line that you referenced, Danny, that you liked. Rob the rich and living with the fucking bill. I thought that was a part of um, sort of the the chorus of the track, but. Because it says it says it on on the genius lyrics that the chorus that includes that. So rob the rich and leave them with the fucking bill. I like that. That if if you're saying that's the chorus, then I thought that was catchy. Um, and I think yes, it is repetitive, like you guys said. But like that is what sticks in your mind then from a song like that. That like sort of like ingrained into into your mind then. So. I like that. Um, also, Royce is, um, in my mind, straight spitting. Um, in his verses on this track, I said I'm intrigued by um, the reference to Mark Cuban. I don't know if you boys um, sort of know who he's talking about there, but I mm. think he's referencing one of the hosts on Shark Tank, who's also an owner of um, one of the um, football clubs in America. Yeah, he's a massive entrepreneur. He's like, he's an investor. He's like, he knows, he's like one of the leading people on you know, making money. He was also on Entourage season eight, I think it was, or season nine back. Yeah. 
He was also on there with Where Turtle. He made all his money on the Entourage cameo. <laughs> <laughs> but um, but no, like I'm I'm intrigued by that reference because um, I was wondering if he's referring to the, the Mark Cuban that I'm thinking about. Um, so something I'd look into because the line is um, it says um, all your dudes are straight facades. You just lie and scheme. Mark Cuban rounds your shooters. You just buy a team. Yeah. Um, started beef. Yeah. Started beef on IG and hide behind a meme. Dark sea. Uh, dark secrets. Uh, closet probably looked like Halloween. Um, and that line's interesting there because um, uh, one of the pictures on Shark Tank was a Halloween um, sort of um, company that I believe Mark Cuban invested in and promoted on Live Nation, um, and that sort of has done quite well so i wonder if he's mentioned that halloween sort of reference there in relation to an investment that mark cuban made um i'm not sure like i I could be reading into that too much but yeah i don't know that just perked my ears up Um, wouldn't surprise me like you know he's he's a lyricist like he does he knows his stuff like he it's not like he's lucky he like you know credit where credit's due with royce when he says something, he does mean to say it. Yeah, yeah, and that's and that's the other thing. Like going back to what I was saying with the, the catchy chorus, in my opinion, rob the rich and leave them with the fucking bill. And then he's referencing like billionaires, like Mark Cuban. Like he's gonna, he's literally saying, "I'm gonna rob Mark. I'm gonna rob him. You know, leave him with the bill." Like I think that's cool. Um, unfortunately, um, this is where it gets a bit sort of um, like I don't know. I'd, I could take or leave the feature on this track. I just found. Like it's so like the flow so lethargic, um, and I don't believe it adds anything particularly exciting to an overall sort of great joint for me. Um, but I still would give it five stars and still listen to it again um, and keep them coming, Royce. Oh, well, that's why I'm confused. Like I don't understand how you can say I would leave this part of the song <laughs> and give it five stars. Yeah. Like I mean, that's just me personally. I. I need to take a whole album in it, like a whole song, and if I don't like the whole thing, it's not five stars. If there's a that's bit that I would change, mm. it's not five mm. for me. Like yeah, the second no, half fair. of the song was trash, five stars. Yeah, no, you're right. You're right. I think maybe I was like, um, maybe I'm in lust with like the first part of the song and like just some of the lines he makes and I'm like, and I like, like I said, I like the beat. Like there's more that I like about this song than that I don't like. However, you are right. Maybe it's more worthy of a four star uh, track on sort of my, my next listen. Um, but this is, this is, like I said, this is just going off what I thought on, on that listen. And yeah, I, I like the song. Fair. All right. Track five. I play forever. Who's kicking it off? You can. I'll kick shit off then. Um, <laughs> I like the beat. Good beat. Uh, Royce is now doing some cool production. Um, I've never heard of Graph before. I don't even know how to say it. Graph, Graph, the feature. But mm. Um, mm. I like him. I like him a lot. I like what he does. He's got really cool flows. He's talking about some interesting shit. Like, for example, I wasn't in Aruba on the mini scooter or licking hooters with a spliff of Buddha. I was in the inner city <laughs> sewer, underground, dirty, dirty, in the manure, clipping the Ruger, because I was raised different than you were. 
So like, I just he's flowing. He's doing like what Royce should be doing. Mm-hmm. Um, but Royce is doing interesting things here too. Um, I don't think it works though. I think it comes off really goofy to me. The shit he's doing, like the all the doo doo rhymes, yeah. like that's embarrassing in a way. Like rhyming everything with doo doo, like that's corny as. The, the and rhymes in this song for shit. I don't oh know. yeah. yeah. Yeah, and he doesn't even stop there. Like, once the doo-doos are finished, then he starts yeah. going on with the dog, dog, dogs for the whole... Oh, just so yeah. annoying, distracting. Yeah. How the bloody dogs out. Yeah, correct, correct. <laughs> but um, I still like it. I still like the song. Like, Royce is doing really goofy, weird shit. But graph was really cool. Beat was good. I like listening to it. So it's four stars for me. So I think that's very generous. Because mm. that annoyed the hell out of me. Because I was just like, you know, that. Like, I like that jazz vibe. Like, I like the beat here. And it has potential. And then, like, I like the rhyming scheme of graph. Like, he does do a good job. But then that Roy shit just annoyed me. The doo-doo and the dog oh it literally <laughs> made me so annoyed because he did it the whole time like it's yeah. not like it's a small portion of the verse how many lines did he have he goes from dog to door to dog like <laughs> oh i get it like i understand yeah. but he's got like one two three four five six seven eight nine ten eleven twelve thirty like it's crazy how many lines he ends with dog yeah it just annoyed me it's not smart for someone who I credit as being smart distracted me the whole time. Like you don't he didn't need it. And I and as a result I gave it two and a half stars. Ooh. I hated it. Yeah. Like and it might be harsh, but it just it seemed like a cheat. Like a cheat way out. Mm. And like I love a jazz beat. It's really nice, it's really pleasant, but you know, he's gotta deliver here. There's just something missing in the whole song again. Yeah. I am I'm with Aaron. Yeah. How three stars. Three stars for me. Um I basically said like slowing things down slowing things down here on this track. And unfortunately I can't say I'm a fan of how it's sort of delivered here. This song has a lullaby effect on me. Ooh, <laughs> and I attribute this to Are the you saying this beat. song is doo doo? <laughs> I am. I'm saying it's doo doo. Yeah. I'm saying it's poo poo. Whoa! <laughs> right. You know, that lyric would go perfectly in this song. Call up Royce. Let's call it. Um, so I attribute this to the toned down beat, repetitive rhyme schemes, and lackluster chorus. Um, for me, on this listen, Royce lifted the, the track because I did not like the feature. Um, um, with his, uh, he lifted it with his lengthy single verse. However, I'm not sure if that will be enough to elevate me from my slumber in this oh, track. Damn, um, that's so hard. But I, would, I, I, w- I wouldn't listen to like I, I said three because like it's it's like average or slightly above average. But I don't think I'd listen to it again based on like how I rate songs. If it's a four star. Like I would probably listen to it again. Obviously, if it's a five, I definitely would. Um, but yeah, three is just like 
yeah, it's 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 average, and I like I can find something that I like in the song, mm. uh, but overall, no, nah, it's not like mm. it's not for me. If I'm going below three stars, like a two or a one, there's there's like I, I probably can't find something I like in the song. Um, so yeah, therefore it's it's below average for me. Mm. All right, next song, the ice cream interlude. Mm-hmm. Like I think this, you know, there's not much to say. Like for me personally, I just thought it was interesting. I didn't know that it came from like a racist song. Um, I just thought it was cool. Like that was yeah, just my right. take. Just cool. I'm learning something. Props to Royce. This is a skit that I'm like, I like this here because it's not wasted. Yeah. Well, I never like a skit, really. Like it's interesting, definitely. Like I didn't know that. Um, that the ice cream truck song is is a racist song, but um, I don't want to hear a skit ever. Like I want, I listen to music. I don't listen to like stand up comedy. I didn't download a stand up comedy album. Like which skit? These aren't. These aren't. But usually skits in hip hop albums are like trying to be funny. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like I like music. So I want to hear music. So don't waste a minute of your album. Just like with with like a you know little skit, like no, I just no no skits for me. Thank you. <laughs> Send him a letter, Matt. What did you think? I feel like um, the majority of like the hip hop community would probably agree with you, Danny, on skits. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't love having them there. It's not like when I like a new album comes out, I'm like, oh, what are the skits? Like you know, it's like oh, can't wait to hear this skit. <laughs> Name your favorite like, skit, Matt. In your What's your favourite skit? Oh, in any that's album? a good question. Because there are my some favorite, good ones. My favourite skit on this album. On no, any album. On any album ever. Oh, like. Well, like oh, every uh, Eminem skit ever made. Eminem does have funny skits. Like, he actually does. You know, his his relapse fun... skits. Oh, his relapse skits, though. Like yeah. Tonya, Tonya leading into whatever. Like, those yeah. are genuinely, that's a time where I actually listen to the skit before I listen to the song. Like, well, even on, even on Music To Be Murdered By, like, his skits there, like, were, were cool because it had Alfred Hitchcock, like, saying the, the, the shit, like, and obviously he's, like, passed away, so he's using, like, the stuff he said, you know, when he was alive. And I don't know, I just think, like, for me, a skit is, is like Aaron said, in relation to this skit, if it adds value to the track, then I don't mind it and I don't mind it being there. In some cases, I might even say I like the skit because, again, like Aaron said, it teaches me something that I didn't know and I think... Yeah, but are you like, listening to this... Are you listening to music albums to learn things you didn't know? Like, No, I'm, I'm listening to the album in, as an experience, as you would if you were list, uh, watching a movie. You'd sit down and you'd watch the whole movie, and yes, there would be parts that are maybe you'd question whether or not they should be there or they shouldn't, but you wouldn't like, fast forward that part. You would watch the whole movie. So, therefore, like I'm what, listening to this whole album, balls and all. Um, and, Please. Um, um, I don't think that's what I, Royce intended, to be honest. No, I don't think so. <laughs> and I, I, comments on this skit. Um, I liked it. I, like I said, I, th- I think it adds value to the album. It made me laugh. Um, 
in, in terms because of the, racism um, <laughs> is hilarious. <laughs> no, no, let me clarify in terms of the, the Tinder <laughs> reference at the end. Um, I thought that was, um, that was a bit sort of, um, humorous. Um, but the main things I liked from this interlude were, um, the definition of, um, an allegory, uh, which ties in with the, the, obviously the title of the album, as well as, like you boys said, the ice cream truck song origin. Um, and that connects with the themes of the album. So, um, you know, yes, it's no Tonya, but it <laughs> does what it needs to do for That's not my this answer, album. by the way. Not my answer. My answer is not Tonya is the best skit of all time. It's probably, <laughs> it's probably um, that Wu-Tang one where, where Method Man is like, yeah. I saw your asshole clothes that keep feeding you and feeding you and feeding you. I'll listen to that shit all day long. Everything on the end of the Wu-Tang 36 Chambers, all those skits, those are classic. That's probably but, but this one is like, it's just cool, this. Like, this is just, like, I listened to it and I was like, cool, I'd skip it now. But at the time, first listen, I'm like, all right, this is quite cool. This is actually interesting. I'm glad I listened to this. Like, I don't have a rating for it because I don't think it deserves one. But, like, mm-hmm. I'm just like, oh, cool, next. I'm looking forward to the next song, especially considering it's got Primo on it. Hell yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I gave it four. I gave it four stars. Um, and... um. I, I think the final thing I'll say on skits is I think it, um, for me, it breaks up the, the songs. Like it gives you sort of like a little intermission between a song, um, like to prepare yourself to like reposition yourself to get a, like, you know, quick snack or like have a little drink. Like, I don't know. Like it just, I like them. So, um, yeah, moving on. Mm-hmm. Moving on to Primo, track seven on the block. Like, I don't know about you boys, but I was excited to listen to this. Like, when I saw the track list, I was like, yeah, this is Pencil That In. This one with the Crooked Eye song or King Crooked track were, mm. like, my two that I was looking forward to the most. Mm-hmm. And then you start with the scratch and you're like, yep, this is Primo. I know, like, you just he has that signature sound. But, like, with Royce, I feel like he loses here. His flow's not that good. Again, it's slow, and yes, it's methodical, and yes, it's calculated, but it's not that good. I mean, he has that cool line, which is, we collect bones where blood is drawn and slugs slugs is blown. We catch bodies where drugs is thrown, here for the throne. Like, it's okay, but, like, Osmond Benjamin's flow is much better. Like, it's so smooth, it's so easy to listen to, and his lines, like, he has a line... Like lines invested in quarters and Marvel verse, Capcom, semi turn, Mega Man, Mega Man. Since eleven, never seen him caught without a firearm in his palm. You would think they connected. Whoa! I just found Royce lackluster here. I don't know. Like in his last verse, like he's yet to impress me that much, especially when he goes up against a guy who's actually willing to flow. I gave this one three stars, like average. And, like, the beat was okay, but it wasn't, like, a classic primo beat. Like, it didn't have that same flavor. Mm. Well, it's not a primo beat. Well, he was just, he had his, like, touch on it, but it was just, like, you tease me with a touch, but I don't get 
what I was hoping for, which is yeah. unfortunately for Royce, boom. Like boom is where he's Yeah, but yeah. But this is not a primo beat though. Like Royce produced the entire um album. This is Primo only did the scratches. That's all he did. He just did the like the mob deep samples and stuff. That's all he did. And I knew he I needed knew he more. Do that. Well, yeah, like you saw DJ Premier and you wanted the DJ Premier produce track, and that was never going to happen. Not for this album, anyway. But that's the problem with putting DJ Premier you on your artist. Yeah, but I think like, you expected too much. Maybe, but and I probably did. But at the same time, you know, when you put DJ Premier on there and then you start with the scratches, you're like, okay, what am I in for? But then it just doesn't deliver on expectation, in my opinion. And it's probably an issue of expectation versus reality. Yeah. I really like it. Yeah, you go. Two things on Aaron's point there. One, I think you're right about, like, the expectation. Like, if you saw Dr. Dre on an album, like, produce an album, you'd have that expectation that I'm going to get banging beats. Like, and if they're not there, then you feel like you've been cheated a bit. So, like... Agreeing with Aaron about the the DJ Premier point, like don't put his name there if I'm not going to get a banging DJ Premier. No, beat. that's um, not fair though. That's not fair. Everyone knew going into this that Royce is producing the entire thing, and Primo's just there to support. He's just there to you know do some scratches. It's not fair. My second point though, then is well, that's pretty much what M is like saying in all of his shit lately. Like, stop looking at my track list and like judging it. Just listen to my bloody song and if you like it great if you don't fuck off like don't give it <laughs> like you know that's what he's saying stop putting these expectations on the artists that i put on my choose to put on my album or the people who i get to produce it it is what it is and this is what i think is dope at the time so you know like it or piss off well, my <laughs> opinion was that this song was average so yeah. that's my opinion like i gave it three stars that like it's okay like everything has been kind of okay leaning towards less than okay but this was okay mm-hmm. well i like yeah. this song a lot more than you i this is probably the best song so far and it's not quite five stars it's like it's nearly five stars like yeah royce producing like he it's 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 decent the beat's decent it's not a dj premiere beat i will say like yeah if you can have DJ Premier on the album, make him produce the song. But that's not what this album is about, so yeah. fine. I'll give him a pass. The Mob Deep sample is always cool, because Mob Deep is the best, is the greatest duo of all time. <laughs> so I'm never mad to hear Mob Deep. Yeah, so the, the beat's still good. And Royce's I like what Royce does on here. Like, he's doing the braggadocious thing, which I love that shit. Like... I'm the lyrical audio version of Mona Lisa recorded to tape, though. Mama didn't give birth to me. She just aborted the golden ratio. That's sick. And then he's like, I'm cold enough to go on a date with the 8th of December. When I'm finished, oh, make the rest of the winter pay for the dinner. Like, that's You stole just... my line. You yeah. stole my line. <laughs> <laughs> because I can find the best lines, baby. <laughs> yeah, like, that I love braggadocious rap is my favorite style of rap when rappers just say you know why they're the greatest of all time why they're the best 
and just going way over the top. Like, no, winter's not actually going to pay for your dinner, but it's funny as hell. Um, and then this Oswin Benjamin, never heard of him, but um, he's cool. He does, he, he raps well, speaking on the black experience, growing up without fathers, being raised mm-hmm. by TV, toting guns. Like, it's an interesting perspective and he's he raps well. Um, there's a beat switch at the end, which was like not that good. Like, yeah, it did nothing. No, and, and like, why switch the beat to a worse beat at the end of the song? Like, keep the momentum going. You've got a decent beat. Don't change it to a worse beat. Um, but Royce has a habit during this album to do beat switches. Yeah, he does that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's in fashion. I think. I think. People like to do that these days in hip hop, but um, yeah, it didn't work this time. Sometimes it works. Didn't work here. But overall, Royce is spitting. He's doing what I like him to do, which is be braggadocious. Decent feature, decent beat. It's almost a five star song. I'll give it four and a half stars, baby. Mm, yeah, four four for me. Um, a solid all round track, Royce and. How do I say the feature's name? Oswin? Oswin, I think. Oswin? Yeah, I'm guessing. Okay. Royce and Oswin's flows I thought were excellent and had me actually bobbing my head um, along to their lyrics, complimented by the simple yet effective beat and chorus, and I would listen to this track again, four stars. Mm. Mm. I take your points. I think Prom was my expectations. But um, moving on to the next track, track eight, Generation is Broken. This is a banger, yo. This is a banger. (laughs) Another interlude. I like the only thing I thought about this was I like the soul sample. Ah, this this slaps, dude. This absolutely slaps. (laughs) I'm confused by this skit. Like it's so short, and I'm not sure it's a necessary like addition to the album. Um, it is most likely like a lead in. I'm I'm feeling to the next track, Hmm. but I wasn't. It wasn't impressed by it. Um, the title of it is uh, Generation is Broken. My title is This Skit is Broken. Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Two, 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 two stars. Two stars? No Trash. stars. No stars. Yeah, this I didn't rate this. No stars ever. No. Yeah, I, I probably Absolutely was too generous there. I could have gotten less stars. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Nah, not necessary. This, this yeah. is 100% take this off the album and makes it a better album. All right, moving on. Let's not give too much time to an unnecessary interlude. Track nine, Overcomer. Matt, do you want to lead this off? Sure. Um, <laughs> I've, got to, I've got to read this. I just said, ooh, there is something or some things scrum diddlyumptious about this track that had me eating that shit up. <laughs> it said, from the soulful sample playing on repeat in the background to Westside Gun's cool, calm, and collected verse that you just know is building to that beat drop, then finally Royce's meaningful lyrics and um, that serve this song up on a silver platter. Grade A meat, something delicious. Whoa, um, good. I'm intrigued. <laughs> I knew you'd like that. I said, I'm intrigued by Royce's verse in particular as he spits some shit about Yellow Wolf that I need to investigate. Um, also, I'm beginning to appreciate just how much of a talented wordsmith Royce is. There are so many bars of his with profound meanings behind them that you want to listen to tracks like this again. 
um, to try and understand what he's getting at. Um, I love Overcomer on, on this listen, and therefore Royce has earned himself his third five-star track on this album. I love your reading. You're such a good reader. You are no, a good reading. I had to read that. I had to read that because, like, that I, I was, I, I don't know, I just like how I put that together. That five star reading. Five star reading. Yeah, cheers. Harry, <laughs> <laughs> go. Well, I was going to throw it to you. Okay. Well, um, yeah, I loved not the song per se, but I love the sample. The, yeah. Uh, like, over and over again i loved it it didn't need the drums to work like it was really good without the drums in fact like the drums detracted for me like when the drums kick in at the end of west side's verse like it's the the drums are weird like the it sounds like offbeat and like distorted kind of like i don't know the drums ruined it a little bit because the loop was so good. Um, uh, West Side Gun is like the most annoying verse. I mean, no, not the most annoying verse. The most annoying voice. Voice, yeah. In hip hop. Um, but I'm growing to like it, and he's really good on this on this uh, song. Like his lyrics are just grimy street shit. Mm. It's funny, like pistol in your mouth, like a root canal. That's funny. Came home scrambling. All you heard was an ambulance. Somebody got hit on the corner doing hand to hands. Like, that's just grimy shit. That's just, like, that's why I loved Mob Deep. That's why Mob Deep and Prodigy is the greatest of all time to me. And these Griselda boys, like West Side Gun, Conway, and Benny the Butcher, all the Griselda boys who all feature on this album. Yeah. That's the kind of shit that that I want to see more of in hip hop. Like, yeah. I'm one of those dudes who's like less mumble rap, more grimy street shit. Uh, like, I've I've done a little bit of research on the the Yellow Wolf beef, um, and he like yeah, like well, I wasn't yeah. finished. Oh, you weren't finished. No. Oh well, I'll let you continue. <laughs> Sweet. Yeah. So the three of them. Benny the Butcher, Conway, Westside Gun, like that's the kind of shit that I love these days. Like grimy street shit. And um Westside brings that on this track, yeah. the others bring it on their tracks. Um The Hook um isn't really it's kind of annoying. Yeah. Oh we did a slang dope. Oh we did a slang dope. Like that's annoying. Um, well, his hooks haven't been good this whole album. No. It's like the uh, Eminem syndrome. He's hanging around Eminem too much. Eminem, That's actually true. That's a good yeah, point. Yeah. They're, they're, yeah. Royce has shit hooks. So does Eminem. Um, but, yeah. Hawk is shit. But then uh, the beat resets for Royce. Back to the drumless loop. And then it's, yeah. then it's good again. Then it's sick. And, yeah, like you were saying, like Royce's beef with Yellow Wolf. Yeah. Aaron wants to speak on. Uh, Aaron, speak on it. Yeah, so the the beef, there's actually not much about it. Royce said that um, it was something that, like, happened behind closed doors and that he said, Royce said that it was just something he didn't find respectful 
and that he took offense to it um and that and how it was handled but he said that he didn't really want to explain what happened because he didn't want to publicly imply and use this song and this album as a vehicle to push the album like he didn't want this album to become about the beef and a reason for people to listen to it he just wanted the messaging behind it um so he hasn't actually said what yellow wolf did apparently yellow wolf knows what he did um but yeah i haven't heard anything else other than that but i mean the irony is that you say you're not a vindictive person you say that you don't do that stuff but then you mention it on a song anyway kind of is contradictory if you don't want to talk about it then don't put it on your album yeah like and it, it kind of like stuck out it's definitely like caught my ear as soon as he started mentioning yellow wolf i was like oh like it's juicy like it, it yeah it picks up my attention and like i'm pretty sure royce was on the jay button podcast and he said um it's something to do with yellow wolf is like a racist like he did some racist mm. shit and like yeah he did you're yeah. right because it's and, on, and, on genius it's in yeah go on well, it's, it's, Royce is actually quoted here on Genius. It says, um, Royce directly addresses former collaborator and ex-label mate Yellow Wolf um, in an episode of the Joe Budden podcast. Royce explained why he felt the need to call him out. Um, and this is from Royce. It said, um, it's a situation going on, especially in hip-hop. We have all kinds of different people, but we have a type of person in particular. We have white people, white people who come into the business and they use the culture, which we got a very open culture. Like it's here for everybody to thrive. You got some white people that come in, they use that, and then they go and do evil things behind closed doors, very evil, racist things behind closed doors. They make comments and stuff like that. And I got, and I just got to a point in life where it's like if I see or if I hear about it or if I'm involved in it in any kind of way, I have to start holding these people accountable because if you don't, the cycle just continues. And then um, it carried on to say in a now deleted Instagram post, Yellow Rule responded to the song, um, uh, the, this song that um, Royce has done, um, and he responded with the caption, sold out Fillmore in Detroit, numbers do lie, don't they, Royce? Yo, Eminem, get your hype man before the wolves do. I ain't worried. Um, to which Royce responded with an Instagram post himself. Um, and oh, that's so cool. Oh, because Royce yeah. was complaining about Instagram beefs as well. Oh, that's embar- yeah. embarrassing. That Royce. is bad, actually. Now that I'm, yeah. Yeah. The, so, the problem, yeah, I mean, I, the, the thing is, like, I'm a fan of calling people out for their behavior, but he doesn't say what he did. It's hard to be like, I believe, like, you know what I mean? Like, it's hard to weigh in on the beef and go, you did the right thing or who's in corner you're in because it's, he said, she said, but you know, there's no facts as to what he did. I like, if was racist, I a hundred percent agree with Royce, but you don't know to what extent any of this is. So it's hard to be like, Oh, you can't do that. Or you can't say that. And like, I love Royce way more than I do yellow wolf. And I'll give Royce the benefit of the doubt in this that Yellow Wolf probably did do some shit that is offensive. Um, An offense is taken, not given. So I guess, you know, Royce is in a position where, you know, if he did feel offended, fair enough. Yeah. Well, I also feel like um, it's kind of on some, like, 50 Cent shit where it's like he's just beefing as, like, a promotional tool. Like, I feel like he's calling out Yellow Wolf 
because it's going to spark up some controversy and like people will start think you thinking you know let's listen to the album and see see what else uh he's got to say about yellow wolf which is nothing so it's just like a bait really so i don't really like it to be honest i think it's just like a bait it's it's like look at me i'm fake beefing with yellow wolf so listen to my album yeah. get more mm. i don't know i don't like it really it's like it's like oh yeah. like it perks my ears up when i hear it but there's no substance to it and it it's there's nothing to it so it, yeah i don't know it's yeah go matt i think i agree with you i think I, like if you're gonna beef like if you're gonna say some shit then like do it properly like and we all know eminem's like obviously the, the king of that like he if anyone was to beef like you know and, and like just annihilate who they're beefing with it's eminem so like i don't think eminem would ever do like a fake beef if he's in he's all in so like you know, speaking on this, Royce, if you're going to call Yellow Wolf out and, and say this shit, like, don't do a little tokenistic line saying, Yellow Wolf, this is your first and last pass. Like, fucking say say the shit if you're man enough to say it and, like, call him out in your song. Don't just, yeah. like, mm. yeah. Yeah, and then I didn't know about the Instagram thing. I don't know, if, like, how credible this genius source is, but then to say that which Royce responded in the Instagram post himself and then in his album he says, don't hide behind, like, Instagram, don't be a sort of a keyboard warrior. Well, like, it seems like you in your past have gone and done that yourself. Yeah, so, hypocrite. hypocrite. But, I mean, yeah, back to I, this song, like, you know, apart from that, which we took a massive detour, but, yeah. you know, everyone's interested by it, but... You know, the song to me was still four stars. Same. I love that sample. And, you know, a vocal sample's always nice. But, yeah, the the hook, it just ruins his... There's, like, points in this album where he's overcomplicating things and there's points where he's oversimplifying. That I haven't seen a balance yet of the two, which is, I think, what I'm missing. But, you know, West Side Gun, yeah, his voice... I wrote his voice can definitely get annoying, but he sounded really good, like, despite his, like, you know, even though his voice is annoying, he sounded good. Roy sounded good here. I just wish that that hook wasn't there in the same way. But, yeah, four stars. I think this is the best song so far, in my opinion. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Close to it. Close to it. Um, just, like, on on last thing before we, like, go on. So is Yellow Wolf not signed to Shady Records anymore? I don't know. I think he is. It's news to me if he isn't. Not sure. So it's beef with Royce here, it's not with Eminem. No, definitely not. Eminem's not taking sides in this. Yeah. Eminem's got enough shit in his plate. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. All right. Fair enough. Yeah. Four stars for me as well. Hmm. Four stars. Okay. So uh, we're similar there. I mean, I, I'm generous as usual, gave it five, but you both said it was a good track as well. So similar yeah. sort of page. Yeah. Sweet. Well, right. track 10, Miss Grace. So, I mean, like, so this, you know. Yeah, go on. Again, you know, good. I like similar to the opening track. Um, You know, he's got the firearm test with Miss Grace. Again, the comment on what, you know, they're worth and the comment on firearm violence. Like, it fits in with theme. But again, like, you know, I think we've touched on it enough in terms of skits. Like, yeah. next. I have nothing to say. It's a skit. Next. Um, I have something to say. <laughs> I, I, I think it ties in nicely with Mr. Grace. Um, you know, you think? Now, he's now Mr. speaking Grace to his daughter. Was... Yeah, he's speaking, he's speaking <laughs> to his daughter. 
Um, I, I, don't, think, I, don't, uh, I don't see the connection. There, like, <laughs> there, like, there is a connection that I'm going to explain by track by the end of track 22. He's talking like, shit. No, I'm not talking shit. This, no, this, no this, I'm saying Danny's talking shit. Uh, <laughs> this skit is, is four stars for me because I gave Mr. Grace four stars as well because I thought it was something like different. Now, I probably could slip down to three because ooh, he's already done that with Wait, Mr. Grace. but skit four stars. Yeah, I gave it four stars because, <laughs> like, like yeah, remember, I'm not like I'm not saying this is a song <laughs> that I'm going to listen to again, but I'm based like I'm judging it on like skit value. Like, yeah. this is a nice tie-in to Mr. Grace, and I feel it adds value to the album. Like, it's continuing, like Aaron said, the theme of the album, um, and I think it has like a deeper message behind it. If you really like, if you really listen to like what he's like saying. Like to his daughter, it's like a beautiful and sad moment of the album for me, um, because like beautiful in the sense that the father is is sharing his knowledge and skills with his daughter, but also sad because it's like he shouldn't be sharing this type of knowledge and skill, or he shouldn't have to share this type of knowledge and skills with his daughter. Like it's sad that the world is at a point where he thinks it's necessary to do so to give her like a better life or a better shot at life. So it's like. I don't know. I feel like it's quite a deep skit. Um, like, because like the first one with Mr. Grace was like, Oh shit. Like, this is like, okay. Like, this is different. Like, and then now with Miss Grace, it was like, it really got me thinking about what he's saying to his kids. Like, this is like, this could be shit that like, like is actually said to the, the kids that live today. So it's like, I don't know. I, th- I think this is some real, real shit in this skit. So that's why I go with four. Yeah. That's fair enough. Yeah. I would just, yeah. I think we've said enough about it. Like, it's not yeah. long to really merit much more discussion. Yeah. So, yeah. track 11, Thou Shall. Featuring that... Kid Vicious! The man we met. Oh, oh yeah. Got I a photo it, yeah. with. Yeah. yeah. We're basically so best buddies, to be honest. <laughs> this track for me... Do you think he remembers bloody... us? I doubt it. I, think he, I, think I mean, he... I hope he does, because, you know, we're memorable, but... Does he know who we are? Slim Fitty and Ethan. He'll know now. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He's going to yeah. recommend this to all his friends. Boy, Kid Vicious, <laughs> if you're tuning into this podcast, make sure you leave a, a comment or a like, <laughs> some sort of recognition that, yeah. you know, you, you're, um, you're feeling what we're saying. Uh, but, yeah, no, like Kid Vicious, shout out to, to you for this track. This is, for me, like a, a typical sort of lyrical delight on the ears. Um, I feel like, um, I feel like, Royce and Kid Vicious are both spitting on this track. Um, I, I would rate it a five-star track for me because it's just – they're just rapping. Like, they're just going mm. at it. Um, mm. I think, to be honest, like, it's, it's splitting hairs between Royce and Kid Vicious in terms of who's, who's got who, who's got this track. Like, I don't know. I'd, I'd have to listen to it again. Um, I'd want to listen to it again. And, um, yeah, I think last thing I'd say is, yeah, thanks for shout out to Convicious for taking <laughs> agreeing to take a, take a photo with us. <laughs> I can, if you Convicious comments on this uh, podcast, I'll, I'll attach the photo as evidence. <laughs> uh, <laughs> what did you think, Danny? Yeah, this is like, once again, this is exactly what I like. Braggadocious rap. They're both going hard. Um, like, this is super close to a five-star song um i love the beat actually like the beat it like reminds me of like a spaghetti western like 
with the with the high pitched whistles and shit, like some mm. good, bad, the ugly type shit. Like, and like I love the good and the bad, the ugly. So like that just hit my sweet spot. Royce, he's got some pretty good buzz. Um, yeah. I don't care if you rap people is trending topic. Your shit is garbage. You couldn't make a classic out of that trash if you had Brenda drop it. Yeah, um, I chose that one <laughs> as well. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. So so he's doing he's spitting. Um. Then Kid Vicious comes on. Possibly he might have won the track. To be honest, Kid Vicious may have beaten Royce on this one. I like, think he did. Yeah. He's he's just like even more braggadocious than Royce is. Like, say goodbye to the good guy. I hopped mm. on your block and I got the whole hood high. That is hilarious. <laughs> like that imagery alone, like that wins the the verse for me. Like that wins the track. Um, so what'd you give it in the end? Um, four and a half. I don't know. I don't know what what it's missing. Maybe maybe I have to go back and revisit it because I did listen to this album two months ago and wrote most of my thoughts about it a long time ago. And uh, maybe it's a five-star song. But I'm going to say it's four and a half for now. And, uh, yeah, might have to revisit it. Yeah, because to me, because I gave it four stars, but I gave it four based on just the beat was a little bit too minimalist for me. Like, just a touch. There's just something missing. I don't know what it is. It was just a little bit too bare. And I think Kid Vicious did a better job. I just think that he just was, his flow was a little bit better. His lines were really funny. Um, I really liked him on it. Um, and that violin before Kid Vicious was really nice. It was just mm. like a nice jumping off point. Like, I just wish the violin was there for longer. <laughs> Whenever they use like really light instruments, I just want them to to be in this track for longer or be there more frequently sometimes they're just not there enough but um yeah i thought it was four stars i thought it was a good song um yeah i would listen to that again yeah kid vicious is royce's brother yeah 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 Yeah. how nice is that last line or those last lines that kid vicious says i know where i'm headed i don't need the reverend royce gave me the keys to the lab so Royce got sorry. Royce gave me access to the lab. I got the key to heaven. Yeah, like, yeah. I don't know. It's just like it's just like a little sort of respect moment from Kid Vicious to Royce there, like saying like thanks for looking out for your brother. Like yeah, you know, and um, he has like Royce has looked out for him. He's put him on almost all of his solo albums. Yeah, takes him out on tour. He's his hype man. Like he really looks out for Kid Vicious. So yeah, it's good mm. to see and it's good to hear Kid Vicious, you know, saying something about Royce as well. Yeah. Also, shout out to Kid Vicious for, uh, <laughs> for his shout out to Eminem. <laughs> we on tour with Eminem, baby. That's shady. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All righty. Track 12, Foo Boo. Yeah. This, this song's trash, yo. This song is absolute trash. Well. Go, Danny. Keep going. Keep going. <laughs> That was a joke. The song's a banger. It's good. Oh, good. The song is a banger. I was worried for a second. A second. Yeah. <laughs> this song is the best song on the album so far. This is five stars. Um, Connor, Aaron, do you agree? I'll let you know. I, I don't agree. I think it's four stars. But uh, oh, I, 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 Danny, what do you think I think? I don't know. Five stars? Yeah, it's a five for me. No. Right. Keep going. Keep going. Yeah, yeah. Like, 
Conway is a beast. He's a monster. He's like, he's possibly my favorite, but it's definitely between him and Benny the Butcher in out of Griselda anyway. Um, so grimy. He's just the grimiest dude. Um, his verse is pretty short though. Like, so he doesn't really get a lot of time to, to like make a mark, but he still does. Like, for example, like, they know this extendo we got on us. Can't name a time when it's not on us. Hope they try robbing us so they can go back and tell people about all these bullets they got from us. Like, mm. it's, it's street shit, and that's what yeah. I want to hear. And it, they do it so well. The Griselda boys mm. do street shit like no one else. But this is the Royce Defive 9 show. He yeah. kills it for the first time on the album. Like, 12 tracks in, and now we get the Royce we've been waiting for. Like, he's got bars, and he's flowing. I just love, I love his verse. He, he goes hard. His verse is like twice, if not three times longer than, than Conway's, so yeah. he like blows him out of the water. It's not even fair. Um, but then, he's, then he starts saying, so there was a lot of controversy about this anti-vax line. Yeah. Mm, I picked up on that too. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I've heard about that. Yeah. Like, so I this, know what it's about. Yeah. Can you like, tell, me about, tell me more about it? Because I don't know anything. I just, I just heard the line. I was like, what's this shit? Well, it's exactly what it sounds like. He says, my son got autism from injection by syringes. So mm. he thinks, you know, vaccines give you autism. Mm. Uh, yeah, which is... So, not he's true, anti- but anyway. He's anti-vax. So yeah. even though this verse is like the best verse on the album, um, actually, I'm speaking too soon, it's not the best on the album. Um, Ooh, spoiler alert. Uh, <laughs> um, but then there's, there's this one little line that's really annoying, and it's an anti-vax line in the middle yeah. of it. Um, it's just weird because, like, I love Royce. He's such a good rapper. And like coming out as an anti-vaxxer, it like slightly ruins his image in my eyes. Like yeah. maybe he's not as wise as I want him to be. So it's kind of like slightly ruining his image. However, like I'm not going to let one line ruin an otherwise great song. Like the whole verse is fire except for that. So this is five stars. Just like that line, though, is take that out. But whack. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But um, I mean, like to be fair, though, like I, I do follow Royce on Instagram, and he does have posts about, like, you know, how there were back in the day. I don't know how long ago, like history in the American Civil Rights Movement, um, like the African American Civil Rights Movement, isn't that good. But he's definitely had posts about them being like injected with like they've been told it's one thing but given something else mm. like he's definitely posted that kind of stuff and like yeah. i understand where he's coming from yeah, i just definitely don't agree in this particular case i think it's it's up it's annoying because it overshadows when it shouldn't yeah. um but as you said this is the first song where he goes for it and this is what i like royce for like the exact thing that he did here is what i want to hear constantly mm-hmm. i'm annoyed it took 12 tracks to get yeah. Yeah. like i'm annoyed it's 12 songs in but i love the line triple threat bitch i make the track 
I write, the judge can't give me life, bitch. I am life. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> Oh, shit. And the I, way he delivers it. Oh, it's, so uh, it's good. Like, yeah, I gave this four stars. Um, what? I, I think the hook is a bit boring. That's probably why. Um, yeah. And just lands a little bit flat. Again, like, you know, my opinion is if I, w- if I would change something, it's not five stars, so I'd give yeah. it four. Damn, that's kind Yeah, I'm... I agree with you, Aaron. I think the the hook or the chorus was like I felt it was a bit tokenistic, like it was just like there. I don't know. It didn't really serve uh, it, it, the purpose. I feel like a chorus should. Yeah, but, but despite that, I, I still like would give it five stars. It would bump in the whip. It was a slap of Saurus Rex. If I heard anybody heard one, I really like Conway the Machine and of course Royce's verses, like their flows are. Um, Crystal clear. Um, again, picking up on what Danny said, that line, that, that autism line, just, I don't know, it rubs me up the wrong way. However, I did like lines like, bearing my soul to Caprio from The Revenant. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know, I just, he had a lot of like, he, throughout this album, he has quite a lot of like um, movie references, like um, in his raps, which I like. Um, and like Danny mentioned before with The Good, The Bad, and The Ugly, like, obviously not, he's not sort of referencing that movie but it has sort of like I don't know influences yeah that's right I feel like he's influenced by by movies which I like because so am I um yeah I, I thoroughly enjoyed the hard-hitting big blows the lyrics um but it was at this point I thought in my review of the album that I started to think, am I being too generous yeah. in um, my ratings of the tracks? Because I go, obviously I gave it another five-star. Um, like, it's another five-star track for me, but I, I said only time will tell uh, or our Skype meeting, I guess. Um, but <laughs> it's nice to hear that you boys are sort of on a similar page with this track. As I just I think that you were too generous early. I don't necessarily think you're wrong here. I just think you were too nice too soon. And so now, in comparison, when you're hearing a better song, you have no choice but to give this five stars <laughs> yeah. because yeah. you've rated worse yeah. songs five stars. You've almost fallen victim to, you know, you've gone too far. So now you don't have a choice. Yeah. Whereas if you left a little Matt's bit... Matt's going to get his own six-star system. He's going to work <laughs> on six stars. We're both going to be fine. Yeah, correct. <laughs> Uh, Aaron, you haven't even given a five-star song yet. No, I haven't. Hey, this album is trash. <laughs> <laughs> if this was Get Rich or Die Trying, I'm going to just be like, you get a five, you get a five. <laughs> yeah, well, Dr. Dre produced a lot of that, so, you know. True. Actually, I'd be, I'd be interested to revisit that album and see just how many five-star tracks you have on that album. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It'd be a lot. It'd be a hell of a <laughs> <laughs> but yeah good right. track moving on to track 13 a black man's favorite shoe like i'm just gonna say we should skip talking about this it did nothing wait matt's yeah. got matt's got something no nah, hard on, shit to on. listen to on this skit and not something that i would listen to again um unless it feeds into the next track in an essential sort of way um i do however understand that the, that this skit's content does relate to the themes explored in the album but Again, I feel like it's a skipperoo. Skipposaurus. It's definitely a skipperoo. Yeah, so, yeah. track 14, Upside Down. I actually like this beat. Another vocal sample. You vocal sample and you get into my heart. It's just like you, it's your sneak way in. 
Um, mm. Any vocal sample will go well, but uh, Ashley Sorrell, again, on another track, I'm surprised by that, but she's, like, pleasant to listen to. No idea, like, I have no background as to who she is or what she's done before, but pleasant enough. Um, and then Royce has a nice flow again. Like, he's finally got a little bit of rhythm in the nice flow, He's, but he's kind of moved away from that gangster shit. Um, like, he has that cool line of, sitting high up on them tires on my high horse, I'm Django. Um, obviously, reference to yeah. to Django Unchained. Um, but I think, Benny, reference. <laughs> yeah. I think Benny the Butcher was, was the best on this. He was yeah. great. He was just, he just sounded so fluent and it sounded so easy. Mm-hmm. Like that line, jail backstabbing to hell, a tour of consequence, a yard big enough at the crib to bury hostages. Boom. Like, that's just gangster shit. Like, he just delivers lines that are grimy and really good to listen to. Um, Yeah, I gave this four and a half stars. um, Whoa. um, Yeah. Yeah, I think just Royce, for whatever reason, just hasn't been hitting the, the, the peak. Like, he's just leaving something in the tank. I don't know what it is. And then you... Did it before. He hit it on the on the previous track, Fubu. Yeah, but that track wasn't perfect. But he was. <laughs> yeah, well, but, yeah well. It, like I can't, like you know, I don't think he has been. Like you know, you do what track twelve first song where you do something that I'm really impressed by, yeah. and it's like you know, it's now track fourteen, and yeah. Benny the Butcher beats him on it, in my opinion. Yeah, I, I think that he's unfortunately here left the run to, you know, against a guy who's on fire, getting a lot of credit in the game at the moment, and a guy who's talking gangster shit, whereas Royce is more talking about meaningful stuff. He's never going to come out ahead on that level then. Mm. It's like a losing, like he's never going to win that fight. But having said that, you know, four, four and a half stars, it's a good song. I would listen to that again for sure, but Benny the Butcher is probably the reason why. Yeah. Yeah, I agree with everything you said pretty much, Aaron, there, in my looking at the notes. I just said it's getting bloody ridiculous for me now, because it's another five star <laughs> <laughs> hey, This is the greatest album of all time. <laughs> like, I, I, I thought, like, at, at this point in the album, I was like, shit, what's my overall score going to be? But just, you know, just wait until you see. Um, yeah. I said another... Five star song, another five star f- song, overall album, two stars. Yeah, two stars, yeah. Crash. <laughs> Wouldn't listen to it again. Yeah. <laughs> um, I love Royce's real shit. Again, he's on. White kid graduates relationships with a ton of perks, black kids just aggravated and had to take a ton of perks like you know i mean obviously it's not like a super complex like rhyme but like the meaning behind it like um i don't know i just i thought it was um it it caught my attention um i'm I'm, uh, assuming that when he says black kids just aggravated and had to take a ton of perks like we're talking about perk sets yeah um but it's like i get it but i get that he's been saying that the whole album like, how many different ways do you have to say that, you know, they're taking, like, you know, there's white privilege. I understand. Like, I get it. Yeah. It's just now at a point where I think it's getting repetitive. And I, what I'm missing is the skill. Like, I really want him to just flex for a little bit more. I really hope he does for the rest of the album. But it's taken too long to see any sort of flex. And you've done a lot of meaning. Now I want to see you rap hard. Mm. 
you're sort of like you're over the political side of it. Right. Well, I mean, remember, I 22 tracks. Yeah. Like, 22 tracks, I understand it's a political album, but 22 tracks of politics, it starts to get a little bit samey. Yeah. Well, then, like, I like, though, how he's, like, re-emphasizing his, like, his power in this, like, album with lines, like, um, like, I don't know, like, again, a movie reference to the genre on Thanos, like, it's been done by Eminem, but, like, I don't know, I still appreciated it. Um, I thought the line, I am one of these dudes who be, who be computer screen beefing is now redundant because it's, like, <laughs> based on what we yeah. know he's done. He's like, hitting so. the same notes, isn't he? It's, it's yeah. well, it's halfway through, but he's already retreading all of his stuff. Like, he's saying the same shit over and over again. Yeah. Well, that's yeah. why he gets four stars. He doesn't deserve a five for saying stuff that I've heard already. Yeah. Mm. It's interesting how, like, on your first listen of an album, you, like, give out your, like, ratings, and then, like, on, on next listens, like, that often will, like, will change, oh, like, in some point, drastically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like, look at, like, you, Danny, with music to be murdered by. You were, like, like... No, this is going to be spoilers like, for the next episode. Uh, I'm, <laughs> we're not doing we're not doing music to be murdered by. You know, <laughs> but like you know, you, you frothed it initially, and then like not on point of other listens, like that changed. Um, you know, so you know that just is a testament to I guess what I'm saying here. Benny the Bit Butcher was the standout for me again um, on this track, and I agree with you, Alan, with um, Ashley Sorrell's opening chorus. I didn't mind it. I thought um, it was sort of. Um, yeah, do, added to the song. Do, 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 do. <laughs> it's just pleasant. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and that simple beat and mesmerizing sample playing in the background are dope. I like them. Dope, dude. Yeah. yeah. I'm the same. I'm the same as both of you. Like, everything's the same, basically. Like, yeah. Sorrel was okay. Um, Royce, though, like, his opening bars where he's like the gays and the straights and the straights and the gays and the gays and the straights. Like, yeah. It's a, uh-huh. a bit off-putting. Like, what, he doesn't like gay people? Like, is that mm. the message? What, what, what are we trying no. to get? No. Well, he's re- he is religious. I'm not sure, though. But, but like, nah. even, even if he's joking, like, it doesn't sound like he's joking about any of this stuff. Like, when Eminem says shit like that, you know he's joking. But Roy sounds serious. Like, like he's trying to be all woke on this album, but he's talking about gays in, in a negative way. I feel. It's- no, like so. I thought, like I thought, I was a bit sort of uh, that caught my attention as well. Um, and I looked into the line, and it says that or lines. Royce is essentially exemplifying the backwardness of society here. More specifically, how convoluted the concept of sexuality has become in the 21st century. So gay men, rather than pursuing other gay men, often find themselves attracted to straight men. Meanwhile, straight men, rather than pursuing straight women, often fetishize lesbians who stereotypically dress like straight men. Therefore, the straight men... Um, in efforts to attract lesbians, pretend to be gay men who are stereotypically Jesus feminine. Jesus Christ! So that's, that's I think that that I yeah I think that unfortunately this is not a comment standing with the times where sexuality is an ever evolving thing. To say that you know he thinks that sexuality is too complicated is actually not really something that he has he should be commenting on. But um, mm. 
Yeah. It's yeah. just, yeah, it doesn't come off right. It comes off, you know, in a negative way. I don't like it. And yeah. it puts me off for the rest of his verse. So, so it's similar like, to the autism line. Yeah, in a way. But, like, I, it's not clear what he's saying, and all I can hear is when the straight dudes and the gays, fuck the yeah. straights and the gays, like, it just, it's, I don't know what he's trying to say, and it doesn't sound good. But, um, yeah. I don't know, he recovers, like, he's, he does, you know, say some cool shit later, like, take it back to when it was apes in a pack, kidnap you over that little rap you wrote, leave your family taken aback by the handsome quote that I left on that ransom note, like, that's the shit I want to hear, and that sounds completely different to... Straights and gays and gays and straights and straights and gays. <laughs> that's, that's garbage. That's trash. Like he's one uh, verse, he shows his range of shit and 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 yeah. how good he can be. But yes, this is the Benny the Butcher show. Like he kills it. I can I can read you like all like all his lines. I can read them all, and they'll all be fire. Like yeah. as soon as you hear. The butcher coming, like you know, it's arm. Yeah, uh, he's got that, that name. name. I yeah, love the name. I know it's gangster. It's so cool. Um, yeah, yeah. So Benny the Butcher definitely elevates this track to like four and a half, but Royce brings it down with his straights and gays. So it can't be a five, but it's four yeah. and a half because Benny killed it. Yeah, um, moving on to perspective let's let matt a, take it away yeah track 15 perspective <laughs> i'm gonna i'm not gonna say anything and matt <laughs> can say anything. Uh, all i said on, was Slim. eminem yeah boy <laughs> now like first of all i know that straight out the gate i'm biased but this skin is great <laughs> um, i love i love how royce has not only included them in his album i would have preferred in a song However, I'll sort of take what take, take mm-hmm. what I'm given. No, I'm not um, taking what I'm but, given. <laughs> but, he's, but he's generously dedicated almost two and a half minutes to allow his homie to speak some real shit to the fans of hip hop. Um, I especially like his thoughts on like hip hop's cultural influence um, over 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 people. Um, I love the line he said: "Nothing has brought more racism, more people." from all walks of life together than hip-hop. No music has done that. Like, there's just something about, like, M when he speaks. Like, I don't know, it just, like, every single line is just so thought out. It's just, like, it's almost like he's, he scripted it before he said it. Like, granted, he has a few pauses and stuff in, in between his speech, but, like, I feel like he's really, like, he thinks about everything he says, and I just, like, I love that. Um, I said respect to M for always speaking the truth and respect to Royce for allowing him to do so on his latest album. Um, finally, the content of the skit relates to the themes explored in this album and therefore is definitely a complimentary addition. I wouldn't go as far as to give it five stars. Surprise, surprise. <laughs> so four will do whoa, whoa, whoa. in terms of the Eminem, skit. Eminem doesn't get five stars. Are you How serious? dare you? Well, I know, I know. Uh, I'm not, I'm not going to give a skit five stars. Like, oh, I don't know. I felt, I, I felt like... like well, I shouldn't say I'm not going to give a skit five stars, but I don't know. I just, when I was, it's funny, when I was rating this particular skit, I was like, I don't know, I felt a bit of like peer pressure from you boys, even though I, <laughs> like, you, weren't, you weren't with me. I felt like, I felt I was being judged if I was to give it five stars. So <laughs> that's why I said, 
that's why I said four will do. But I'll be interested to hear like your thoughts. Final thing I'll say though, I'm just loving like all the M&Ms, uh, not all the M&Ms, all the interviews Eminem is like doing lately with like Mike Tyson, for example, and King Crooked. And like, I just love like how we're getting like lots of opportunities to see him like speak on like hip hop and like just other things in life. Like, I don't know. It just, it just makes me connect with him even more as an artist and like enjoy his music more. Like, I don't know. Like, I just, it's I just, impossible for I just, you to connect with Eminem yeah. more than you already are. You love I him. You're obsessed. At the brain. I just like, <laughs> I just, I just feel like, I don't know. For example, with Royce, like this album, for example, saying like the, the thing about autism, like I, I, I strongly disagree with what he's saying and like I shouldn't like think less of him for it because like that's his opinion but like you said Danny but like, when Eminem says rapes women you connect <laughs> <laughs> but like like you said yourself there's a difference like you can tell Eminem is joking about that shit whereas like I don't know I don't know I just I, I feel like I'm <laughs> as you said with the King Crooked like sucking like a lot of dick here. Like I don't know. I just yeah. I like what he's doing, and yeah, Sorry, I, I just moving thing, so. around so cutting out. I mean, <laughs> yeah, I think it's interesting. Again, like it's interesting. He he makes a comment about it, but like you know, he talks about Elvis. Arguably, he's Elvis of hip hop. But at the end of the day, you know, yeah, interesting. So I, that's it. Like no. I wouldn't listen to it again. No. He's said his piece. I wish I heard him on a track, but. Yeah. Yeah, I'll move on to track 16 because that's with King Crooked. Yeah. So track 16, Tricked. Like, I was looking forward to this, like, as I said earlier, but I actually did not like this. My God. I what? can't tell. What? What is it, wrong with you? How dare you? <laughs> I don't get it. Is it a trick? Is it a trick? Because I, I think it's a trick. Uh, it's a trick. Been tri- yeah. Oh, is it a trick? <laughs> yeah. It's tricked into not liking the song. Yeah. Man, you trick boy. Oh, <laughs> that's a trick. Oh, is it a trick? Yeah, it's a trick. Uh, that's a trick. Uh, oh, uh, oh, how many goddamn times do I have to listen to it? say trick, it gets better. I think he was talking about trick trick. Hey! Yeah, how many times do I have to listen to them say... That's a trick. As far as I'm concerned, it distracted me the whole time that I had to hear, that's a trick, it's a trick, that's a trick. And then (laughs) apparently Royce doesn't say it enough, so Crooked has to start saying it. And then, oh, God, trick, 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 we've been tricked, trick, it's a trick, it's a trick. Like, I get get it. How many times do you have to tell me it's a trick? I got a trick for him. Two and a half stars, that's my trick. Whoa! <laughs> that, is, that is harsh. That's so harsh. Can I just say this there's is going to be some beef now. Yeah, this is five stars. I, for some reason, the repetition does not bother me at all. Like, I think the concept is actually really cool. Like, being tricked by the record industry, by the government, by the prison system, you know, everything. Like, I think I think they do the concept really well, and it doesn't annoy me. I can I can definitely see how it would be annoying because of the repetition, but it, for some reason, doesn't annoy me. So I think they both did really well. Royce produces a really cool beat. Um, Royce also does some anti-vax shit again, which is yeah. Uh, yeah. But 
Again, I'm not going to let that detract from the overall song, and I love this song, and it's five stars for me. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, well, I'm with you. Do you know how many five times... Stars, do you know how many times Trick is said in this? It's said not over enough. 80 times. No, nah, not Over enough. 80 times in this track. Yeah, if it was like, 100, it would be better. too much. No, 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 no. I see, but I see what Aaron's saying, but I, like... Yeah, I'm same. Also, like, I, 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 like... I don't know. I, I just get initial listen. I was just like five stars, plain and simple. Like I didn't, I didn't write anything else. I, I, well, I wrote a few things, but like I just wanted to make that clear from the beginning. Like this is five stars for me because I don't know. It just felt gritty. Like when you said the beat, getting Danny. Like I felt it was like an ominous, like like beat. Like it was kind of like dark. Yeah, and it was infectious. Like it's like that catchy sort of because it was repetitive. It was catchy, like. I don't know. Um, and the haunting vocals in the background, like, yeah, I don't know. I just in your work for me. Um, I really like the line that Royce had. Um, no, sorry, I think it was in Crooked. I could, oh, I need to look into it. But it's, the line is tricked into thinking your amendments really matter. The right to bear arms was really only made for Grizzly Adams. Yeah. Like, and I looked into that line, and um, essentially it's saying that obviously Grizzly Adams was a white man for their. They could be insinuating that, well, only white men should be able to bear arms. But the other thing that they're insinuating with that is, um, or could be insinuating is that um, the reason to bear arms when Grizzly Adams was around was to protect themselves or defend themselves from wild animals, not to go and shoot up a fucking school with Yeah. Um, so, um, I don't know, I just thought, like, again, that had deep meaning behind those lines there. Um, liked King Crooked. Um, again... Yeah, I, I just think it's a, a five-star fact, yeah, personally. Yeah. But. And we are right and Aaron is wrong. Hey, no, it's like, just my opinion. <laughs> yeah. yeah, um, no, And I wanted to like this song. I don't know why. It just annoyed yeah, you me. You love Crookedo. I do like Crookedo. I like him a lot, and you know I like him a lot. But Shout out to King I don't, I don't know. I don't know why it annoyed me so much. I just – there's something about repetition, like – if there's a balance, and I think they didn't meet that balance. I think they took it too far. Yeah. Mm. You know what? I think would have made this song six stars for me is if they had a, got a feature from uh, Trick Trick on here. That would have been, <laughs> <laughs> that would have been funny. <laughs> I would have raised it to three and a half stars for that. <laughs> got six stars for me if they said Trick a little bit more. Yeah. What if I said no, nothing except Trick? Trick. Yeah. It's a trick. So trick. They just rhyme trick with trick all the time. Moving on to the next track, Black People in America, another interlude. And another anti vax skit. Oh, it's, yeah. it's getting like it's getting like 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 just sickening now. Like nothing special here with this skit. Um the anti vax shit just keeps coming. Um and like, yeah, the content matches the the themes, but it's a skipperoo for me. Yeah, I I don't have anything else to say. We've touched on the anti-vax enough. Like yeah. our opinions have been made. It's his opinion. Everyone's entitled to it, but yeah, it's too far. Yeah. Yep. Track is finished. Now let's move on to track eighteen, Black Savage. <sighs> Who wants to kick it off? I know Danny loves TI, so let's throw it to Danny. <laughs> I love yeah. TI. I do love TI. 
It's not the reason I'm upset. Let me get to that. I'll get to that. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah. So this was the first single. So this was the first thing that I heard from the album Mm. before, like the album came out, and I really liked it. So, if anything. This may have got my expectations up higher than they would have been otherwise. Because, like, I liked the production, and I knew he produced it himself. Um, the choir, like, vocals on the hook, I really like. Um, Royce sounds good for once. Like, he's yeah. spitting. I don't know who Cy Ari the, the kid is, but he, <laughs> he sucked. He was... Yeah. <laughs> Like, he didn't do anything. He was doing, like, ABC rhymes. Like, he did four little lines and he was out. Like, and he yeah, was he didn't do anything. Yeah. However, Psy High murdered this track. Psy High has the best verse on the entire album. Like, <laughs> it sounds amazing. His rhyme scheme is insane. They trying to take the soul out of soul. They say I sold out. I never sold out a show. Even though people drove out in droves, plus a whole lot of hoes, I suppose, on the road to success, you got to pay the toll, I was told. Like, insane. He steals the song. He steals the album. Then it goes to T.I., though, and, like, it's pretty hard to pick up anything that he's saying. Like, his southern drawl is, like, so thick. I cannot understand what he's saying. So I had to look it up on Rap Genius. And um, he's actually saying some interesting, you know, political stuff. But what's the point if I can't hear it when I'm listening yeah. to it casually? So disappointing. I do love T.I. though. But um, yeah, Sci High steals it. And this is five stars. And Sci High murders it. And that's the end. But what's interesting to me is, like, you say it's five stars, but then you're like, Sai Aria Dakid, you're like, eh, it's like Yeah, but but eh. that was four he did four lines. Like he, he did had, more than four lines. He had nah. two he he did four lines twice. Oh whoa. <laughs> <laughs> nah. But I mean that's like, you know, Royce nah. didn't have that many lines. Yeah, but it, when I listen to this song and Sai Ari the Kid comes on, like it's for some reason it's easy for me to just, you know, not be bothered by it. Like it is trash. But I'm not like, oh, this is making me angry. This sick, this stinks. Like, I just, it just goes by. And then I get to hear Sci High murder it. But what about White Gold? He didn't do much either. Uh, he didn't detract. He didn't, he didn't sound bad. Cause I like this song too. I gave it four stars. But the only reason I didn't give it five was cause like those people took away, like they just weren't, they didn't mm. do anything. I feel like you're way too harsh though. Like, if one thing is like annoys you, it's automatically not five stars. Like, I think I maybe I'm just more generous with my rating system because this song goes into the playlist. I listen to this song all the time. Like, it's five stars. I don't know. Like, it, it does it. So it has to be perfect to be five stars. I, I keep thinking, like, you know, would I change anything? But if I like five stars, maybe it's because I'm just like. If I would change something, it's not five. Five, five out of five is like, mm. put it in, d- don't change it, nothing annoys me, I can listen to it on repeat aid for ages. Yeah. But this is well, yeah. just, th- like, there are things here that I'm just like, 
it's good. It's like it's really good, but it's not a five star track. Yeah. Well, it's just our rating systems are just based on different criteria. That's all it is. And like, and just different opinions. Like, but it's not really because we kind of have the same opinion. Like, we both don't like Sayari the Kid. We both. What What about what I said? Did you not agree with? No, I agree. I, yeah, I just think you're being a little bit too generous. That's just my opinion. Yeah. But I guess it also comes from expectations again, you know. But, um, yeah, I th- like, I really like this beat, but there are bits in it as well where it's really busy. Um, I think I mentioned to you before, like, you know, when it first came out that I liked it, but there was just elements of just too busy. I think in the hook, he just falls into that trap again where there's just a lot of different sounds um that was like and they're probably nitpicks but they take away from that ability to be a five-star track that's fair enough i mean we we we, it's not like we have exactly the same taste either we are very similar a lot of the time but i don't know i just think we're we we definitely have a different rating system that's for sure yeah yeah I don't know, um, this this song for me, I didn't know this was the, the first single from the um, album, and I think it's kind of cool that now I know that it is because out of all the songs, how weird is this? Out of all the songs that I've obviously listened to on this album, this was the song that I woke up this morning with in my head. Like mm. for some for some reason, this song like stuck in my head. Like particularly the. Um, I don't know, just the, 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 I called them African style background vocals. Now, yeah, I'm not they sure. are. Yeah. Okay. All right. Good. Cause I was like, I was worried about like calling them that if they weren't, but like, um, yeah. So I really like that. Um, the upbeat drums, easy listening chorus. Um, and it, it just felt like one word like to describe this track for me was just like, like groovy. Like I could, like, I could vibe to this track. Um, mm. on top of that, the features are mint. Um, like I, I couldn't have asked any better features with with Sci High and, and Ti. I love them both. Like I love Sci High just because, like obviously Danny, um, I think it was you who introduced me to him, and I don't know his sound is just like so unique, and <laughs> I just like I just want him to release like more shit. Like yeah. I don't know what's I don't know what's yeah. going on with him. Like like stop being like a stellar feature on other people's albums make your own stellar album like yeah i don't know like yeah he can he has the potential for sure yeah um and then ti like i'm I'm liking because obviously i watched one of his documentaries on netflix recently and yeah i feel like my relationship with the artists i listen to is like heavily influenced by my ability to connect with them on like a, a personal level through like whether it be like a documentary or like a, I don't know, like an interview or something like that. So I don't know, I just really like TI. Um, and um, I would, based on all of those things, I'd give this a four star. Um, and I'd definitely listen to it again. Yeah. And well, I would agree with those things. But that's, yeah. So this, wait, this is the song you give four stars. It's interesting yeah. in your rating system that this is four stars yeah. in comparison to the others. That is so yes. strange to me. Yeah, I, I, um, I'm, I'm looking at it now and also thinking about this, this is the song that I woke up with. This is like a testament itself to the fact that um, your opinions and things change over time. So like knowing that I woke up with this in my head, that's like showing that 
the effect that this song had on me. So obviously I, I rated it as a, a high, like a, a good song, but now I need to consider maybe it's even higher than four stars for me. Because um, there were so many songs you gave five stars to. And it yeah, sounds like yeah. you really like this one. Yeah. Yeah, I do. I, 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 I'm actually like just excited to listen. Like I want to go through the album and listen to the songs that I've either rated four or five stars and yeah, make a second judgment on them and just like, um, yeah. yeah, like I, I like. Me I like too. I also want you to do that. <laughs> yeah. Have another podcast where we get your opinion after listening to it again. I think this podcast is going to be us reviewing the allegory every week with a different <laughs> Uh, classic. <laughs> um, but yeah, no. At, at this on, on that list, it was four stars for me. It could be even higher though after this conversation and another listen. Yeah. So track nineteen, Rhinestone Do Rag. Danny, what do you reckon? Um, it's good. It's definitely good. Um, it's just too short. Like yeah. short and sweet. Um, but definitely too short. It doesn't feel like a complete song. Mm. You know what? You know what this is to me. This feels like a verse that Royce really liked, but couldn't find a place for in a song on his album. <laughs> therefore, he just included it here randomly. Um, yeah. obviously, like you're right, Danny. I enjoy the music and would probably listen to it again. I do wish Royce had made this verse into a complete song. Like I don't know, it's just it, it's um incomplete for me. Yeah, I I really like the sample. I was like, please use that sample again. Yeah. Why did you use that sample in such a short song? Mm-hmm. It's a waste. I just, mm. it upset me. Like, I gave it like three and a half stars because it was too short and because he wasted such a good sample on such a short song. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I gave it three stars. I gave it four stars just because, like, what was there was pretty good. It just mm. wasn't wasn't a complete song, so you can't give it the the big five. But yeah, yeah. sample was good. The beat's nice. He was good. Yeah, awesome. Track twenty, geez, twenty songs in. Young world. Yeah, go for it. Well, I thought it was another okay beat. Um, I thought Vince Staples does his thing, but I don't know. Again, it didn't get me. It, this didn't hook me in. And I know everyone's going to be like, oh, so harsh, so harsh. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> but, yeah, I just, um, I thought it was, it was okay. I'd like, I would say it was middle of the road. You know, there was nothing too crazy. Um, but I did like the hook with the female voice. Um, but I couldn't help but think that the beat needs a little bit of light. Like, he seems to be swinging. Yeah, I don't know. His beats just haven't got me that much mm. in this album. The ones that get me are the ones with the soul samples. They're the ones with the, you know, the violin and the and the pianos in there. But um, yeah, I gave this three stars. I didn't have much else. Yeah, I mean this this track is good. This track is good. Like, but it's nothing special. Like, and the hook's a mess. I reckon. Like, it's not pleasant to listen to this hook. Um, Vince Staples is cool. I actually like his sounds cool. I, I just don't have much to say about this song. Like, yeah. it's it's a it's a standard four star for me. Like, I would I don't mind listening to it, but then again, nothing stands out. Like, 
He does say, though, he says uh, at one point, Royce says, like, he made millions off of Prime. That cannot be true. Like, that's so underground. There's no way he made millions off of Prime. But um, other than that, it's just a good song. It's just, it's good and it's not great, but it's not average. And it's listenable and it's a four-star song. Yeah. Three stars for me. Um, I'm with you, Aaron. Um, I could take or leave this track, um, more so leave than take it. Um, I just I said I didn't, there was not, not much I liked here. The features are memorable, neither is the beat of the chorus, and its only redeeming factor is Royce's verse at the end, but it's not necessarily something that I would be patient enough to wait for on a second listen, probably. Um, I like Royce's line, tell Trump don't send a, t- send a tweet. Uh, send a plumber to Flint, um, not because it's like obviously like lyrically like blows my mind, but just because I was like, what does that mean? Um, so I was looking up and it was um, to do with it's a reference to a water contamination issue that is going on in Flint, Michigan, since 2014, where like um, lead um, has been found in the water supplies and it still hasn't been resolved. So like people in that area are like potentially have lead poisoning from drinking the water. Um, and I recently watched that Mark Ruffalo film, um, Dark Waters. And, um, I'm not just like, I obviously connected with that line and I thought it was cool how, obviously this is a political, like a heavily politically based album, but I just think it's cool how Royce keeps his ear to the ground with like the current affairs outside of hip hop. Um, and yeah, he's proved that in other ways in this album as well. But for some reason, for some strange reason, that line just, um, jumped out at me. I think we're all pretty similar there. Moving on to track 21, My People Free. Things things are starting to wind down now with this, like, with the album and this track. Like, I don't know, I just, this song, surprisingly, well, you might not be surprised, I gave it two stars. So I, I said this was trash. Yeah. Um, the reason why I said it was trash is because I feel, you know how like, like you boys, Danny in particular, when Eminem does a song for the ladies, you're like, I don't want to hear this shit, <laughs> like on an Eminem album. <laughs> like, this song feels like for me a song that like people would smoke a joint to and get high on and like, it's just very mellow and slow. Yeah. Uh, and I don't know, it's not something that I like connected with. <laughs> I made a little joke here. I was like, Fiddy may have a differing opinion, though, as I know he enjoys one weed every now and then. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, then and then I also said, um, also, I don't think Dr. Dre would appreciate the chorus, Ashley, so shut up. Ring, ding, dong. Ring, ding, 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 dong. So, um, so yeah, two, two stars. That's trash for me. Um, I definitely wouldn't listen to that again. I agree. I I'm not as harsh though. I'd say it's three stars. It's, mm. it's just painfully average. Beats not interesting. Like, yeah, Ashley does a you know sing songy thing and um, copies that Dr. Dre classic. Um, so, I mean, it's kind of interesting to be reminded of a better song. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and then Royce. Sings, which is we don't want that. We don't want Royce singing. <laughs> no, we don't. We never want that. We just don't want that. Uh, so, yeah, his verse is kind of interesting, but when he the singing ruins it. So it's just an average song, really average. Three stars. 
Yeah, I, I gave it three and a half. Um, yeah, I like. I just find Ashley Sorrell's voice pleasant. I think that's what it is. It's just pleasant. I could have it in the background. It wouldn't annoy me. Um, there's not too much here. I did like the line that gave gave him three to five for marijuana and legalized that shit. It's just an interesting message that, you know, people were getting time for selling weed and now, you know, you can buy it for free. But, you know, at the yeah. same time, you know, that wasn't only African-Americans who were selling weed. Um, mm. You know, that's also, but probably more a comment on, you know, the over-representation of African-Americans in prison. But, you know, I understand his point. Um, but yeah, this song three and a half stars, nothing too crazy. I didn't didn't annoy me, didn't get me either way. Um, just in that average range of probably in the background, and I wouldn't mind. Yeah, the the album definitely does feel like it's uh, fizzling out at this point for sure. Yeah, yeah. Until track twenty two. <laughs> <Woo! Hero. laughs> Last track of the album, track twenty two. Yeah, yeah. Um, I can be your hero, baby. <laughs> I think we're doing a different I can album. kiss away the pain. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, um, Aaron, I have a feeling if, if there's going to be a five-star song on this album, it's this one for Aaron. Well, I'll let you know my thoughts before I give you the rating on it. So oh, I thought man. Soul with Nice Drums, and you know I like this, like this will go well and a good flow, like I liked his flow here, and I love the subject matter, like it's real, it's raw, it's about him it's he's very honest the one thing that <gasps> I don't understand, oh, and I oh. don't think I ever will, oh, is no. he sees his dad as a hero, and in the book of Ryan, he clearly talks about how his dad was abusive, and it doesn't make sense to me, I can't seem to rationalise having a father that's abusive and have the same person as a hero. They seem to not go hand in hand. So, um, yeah, I, it's like... objective though, and it's all relative. Like, compared, maybe compared to, you know, all the families around him, like, yeah, his dad might have been uh, abusive, but, like, in the end, he, he stuck around. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I think that's a relevant point, but he doesn't talk about his mum being his hero. He only talks about his dad being his hero, and that's I like true. he doesn't. And that's he doesn't weird. His mom, he no, he mentions his mum, you know, trying to protect, you know, his brother and like himself when he was a kid in the book of Ryan. But he keeps going on about his dad. He has that song "Cocaine," and he's happy his dad chose them instead of cocaine. But it's like you know, what about your mum? It sounds like you're giving credit to the wrong person. Yeah. And this is, but that's just purely based on the things he said. Yeah. Obviously, not living it, not knowing, but it's just interesting that he keeps talking about his dad and not his mum, even though his mum seems to be the person who stuck around through the abuse just for him and his kids. Or, and However, his brothers. He, does, he does say um, in the final verse, he says, Pop, I just want to keep um, my mama happy. She stayed. Uh, sorry, I just want you to keep my mama happy. She stayed right there beside you through all this time. She went above and beyond faithful. Um, so, like, I get what you're saying. He, he does sort of do, like, a, a little shout-out to his mum, but, yeah, there isn't sort of a song as such that he's obviously dedicated on this album to um, thanking his mum. Well, no album. Done. 
There's no album. Okay. There's no song that he's dedicated <laughs> like, to his yeah, mum. Yeah, that's probably a problem. That is, yeah, he probably does need to do a song for his mum at this point because he has. That's true. He has made a lot of songs about his dad, but like. That, that's all we get. We get like little snippets every mm. album of, of his life with his dad. Like we're not getting the whole picture. He's giving us what he wants to give us. Yeah. And he's not, you know, I'm sure his dad did a lot of great things for him and his family, you know, to deserve his admiration. And we just don't hear about it as much. Well, I yeah. think that's my problem that, you know, for the things that he said, um, and he says he even says in this track, even though sometimes home would get abusive, Papa showed us tough love, but don't misconstrue us. I talked about his past. I thought I did it with respect, but I'm just dragging all these bags and all these feelings is suppressed. There's obviously things he hasn't said, but he's obviously touched on the difficult times. I'm just as, you know, someone who just, I don't know, it just seems like he's missing a beat. Um, and for someone who is looking to be, you know, quite progressive in his thinking, it's a good opportunity to step up and do a song about your mum who was also there, not just your dad who struggled with stuff. Um but other than that, like I thought the what's his face? Um the feature in the end was um white gold was unnecessary. Um like I like I I like when Royce I wanted Royce to finish and have the last word on this song, not white gold. Um, yeah. But I gave it four stars. Oh, it's definitely five stars. Um, I see what you're saying, though. But, like, you're judging the song on, like, what, it, what, it, what it's not saying instead of what it is saying. Like, he's saying some, you know, yes, it's about his dad and he said it before, but it's genuine. It's from the heart. You can feel it. Like, I like how he's uh, adding, you know, how he's he's he regrets not running this stuff by his dad, you know, because he's because he has made a lot of songs about his dad, yeah. And only now he's saying, "Oh, I probably should have run it past him before I put it out on record," because it sounds to me like he never even had those discussions with him, and just put it straight on 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 an album. Yeah. So that was interesting to hear. The soul sample was amazing. Did you not yeah. love that soul sample? I did love the soul sample. That was like the best beat probably on the album. Um, I don't know. Like it was really personal. The beat was good. Yes, the the outro with White Gold was kind of weak, but it's not enough to ruin the song and it's five stars. Maybe I was a bit harsh. I can probably turn around retrospectively and say it was a bit harsh. Maybe having listened to the explanation that I gave and your explanation, I can change my verdict to a five stars. Ooh, Look, I'm, I'm mad enough to yes. say that sometimes I'm not correct all the time. Yeah. Well, opinions, <laughs> opinions change all the time. Yeah. Like my my ratings will are all going to change after this, I reckon. But uh, we'll have to wait and see. Um, for me, can you hear me? Yeah. I wish I could. Um, so <laughs> I want to read this out because this is like my, um, this like also includes my final thoughts. All right. Album. I'll let you do um, it just this once because you haven't read anything. Yeah. Before. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I said a nice way to conclude the album, an upbeat, positive and personal message to his dad. Uh, I like Royce's flow on this track. 
and I would probably listen to it again. This is a challenging track to critique as it is good for what it is. Um, now a permanent insight into uh, for fans into Royce's uh, relationship with his father, but also not a track that fans would um, necessarily remember in the same way they do, uh, for example, a track like Boom. Like, uh, it just it isn't something that, like, I finished listening to it and was like, wow, that was incredible. Um, that being said, and this is where I'm sort of having my final thoughts on the album, that being said, I think it's cool how the album began with a father speaking with his son about life lessons and the album ends with the son speaking to his father about the admiration he has for him and how he raised him. Um, a fitting ending, if you ask me, that Royce would have intentionally planned, knowing the purposeful thought that he clearly puts into each of his projects. Respect, Royce. Um, so, yeah, like, that's mm, interesting. I think that is interesting. I think the re- I think the reason why he did a dedication track to his father is because the album has essentially come full circle from his birth. Um, as a, it wasn't necessarily Royce, obviously speaking like uh, his father to him as a son, but like. Um, you know, I think the intention there is that, like, from birth to death, this is the cycle of, um, like, black families in America and this is sort of what the struggles that they have to deal with. Um, but, yeah, Royce, Royce is essentially saying that, yeah, his father might not be perfect, but he, um, you know, um, he loves him and he um, is, is coming to understand why he raised him and, and, and sort of this, the decisions he made um, in his life, uh, with him. So, um, that's why I, I think it was a really good track and I would give it four stars. <laughs> oh my God. Such a build up. I thought you'd give it five. I know. And you, oh, that was, that was really good. Like I didn't yeah. think about it like that at all. And mm. it makes me think about things, at least the, the intro and outro so much more differently. Like, how how it does go full circle? I didn't even think about it. So. Yeah, but then you give it four stars. <laughs> yeah, but, but that's, no, but that's because like it's not like I said. I'd probably listen to it again, but it's not like I don't know. I'd have to be in a certain mood to listen to that track. Like I, I acknowledge that it's a part of Royce's catalog now, and the, the fans will like will be thankful for that because they get that sort of insight into his relationship with his dad. But I don't know. It's just not something that like I'd compare to like Fubu, for example, like. Or um, you know um, some other like tracks that maybe 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 I when I see like give a five star track like maybe I'm just looking for a banger like maybe I'm looking for a, a song that slaps and like yeah, hard lyrics. Yeah. I, su- I suffer this. from that sometimes. Yeah, 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 exactly. So I think like it depends on the mood I'm in. Like yes, it's four stars at the moment. I'm not saying it's a bad track. It's definitely a good track. But like maybe if I'm in a bit more of an emotional mood, then I'd give it a five stars. I don't know. You know, like with Eminem, when he does like that song to his mum, like it's a similar sort of thing. Like, yeah, okay, he sang on the song, so that wasn't great, but like it's 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 a touching sort of message to his mum and, and, and the development that he's gone through from the start of his career to now. Um, so like I can't give it less than four stars, but I don't know if I can give it five either. That's why this song for me was challenging to critique, but I really appreciate the thought that I feel like Royce has put into this track and the position on the album in which he's placed it because I think placing it here, it brought the album full circle from um, the, the from track one, um, Mr. Grace. You know? yeah. 
Yeah. Know what um, I mean? Aaron, that must have changed your mind. Yeah, I think so. I think having listened to your explanation of it, it changes my mind and moves it to a five-star sign. I didn't think of it that way. Um, the only thing is, I think you're right, though, with you know how often would I listen to it. It's a five-star song in the same way that a really good movie can be a five-star movie, but I can be satisfied and not want to watch it again. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. it's just one of the... It's like, yeah, a, retrospectively, I think it is a five-star song. I almost want to go back and listen to it to, you know, validate my newfound oh. opinion on it. But, um, yeah, you know, people rating it five, four stars, I think it's in that mark. But, yeah, I think your explanation has moved me over to that five-star mark. He's done it, boys. Oh, what a hero. <laughs> <laughs> that you I'm saved the, the album. You saved the album. The only five star track. <laughs> convinced by convinced by a first time uh, Royce uh, album entirety listen, listener. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, well, Royce can thank you for that one himself. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Shout out to Royce if you are listening to his podcast. <laughs> Definitely is. Do, do you guys want to finish? Like Matt, I think you've pretty much summed up. You know. Do you have a final, what's your final take on the album? What's your final score? Yeah. So, um, no, fair call. I did do that. So I'm really liking how I've structured my reviews now. Like I um, I, I do, like I speak on the, each track a little bit and then like I refer to obviously like the, the beat and the, the lyrics and the chorus. Like that's usually the pattern I, I follow and then like any other personal thoughts or any lyrics that stood out for me. But then I also love giving them a rating because then at the end what I do is I add up all of the, the, the stars that I've given um, for each song. Um, obviously find out the total potential stars. So obviously this album had 22 tracks, um, five stars each. Uh, so that came to a total of uh, a possible 110 stars, the album. Um, and based on um, my scoring, which I thought was quite dr- generous, um, I gave the album, it scored 83 stars out of a possible 110, um, which uh, for tracks 1 to 22 on this album, which gave it um, a percentage of um, just over 75%. So then um, I took that and found out 75% of five stars, which gave me 3.75 stars. <laughs> I didn't know this um, was so turning into a math yeah. <laughs> Just so I just... Can you just, just can say you, the same thing, just simplify yeah, okay. it? When you All put right, it into so, the quadratic formula, what happens? <laughs> <laughs> so, my, okay. So, for the allegory, <laughs> Royce to 5.9, my final verdict, uh, my album rating is uh, 3.75 stars, um, or we'll round it up. We'll be generous. We'll give it four out of five stars. So, um, hey. definitely an album that I enjoyed listening to. Um, I would... Uh, Certainly listen to it again. Um, more specifically, um, tracks that I have rated five stars on, on the first listen, as well as ones that I've rated four stars. Probably wouldn't revisit ones that I've um, rated less than four stars. Um, but I think there's enough on this album for me to want to listen to it again. And um, I respect the story that I feel Royce has told in this album. And I just really like how he rounded out the project um, from beginning to end. Um, as a first time listener to Royce in terms of like an entire album, um, I was impressed and I probably would, um, seek out other projects that he's done in the past, um, because of the skills he's displayed on this album. So, um, 
shout out to Royce. Well done. And um, I love what you've done here. Um, Fiddy and Slim for the peer pressure to uh, get around to listening <laughs> wait, to wait, wait. the whole album. Um, did you, by any chance, did you, did you apply this quadratic formula to the Eminem album? Yes, <laughs> I did. And and what 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 was it? Seven hundred and fifty-five stars out of seven hundred and fifty-five. <laughs> Do you really want to know? Yes. Yes. Sorry, I'm just uh, skimming back through my conversations with you because I definitely had it in here. Um, well, Danny, uh, do you want to give us your rating on this? Well, I didn't really have like an overall album rating. Like, I probably would have done it the same way Matt did, like, although nowhere near as complicated. Um, <laughs> but like, yeah, I would have just averaged out the stars and seen what it looked like. Um, but overall, like, I'm not that impressed, to be honest. Like, there's probably four, I think four songs that are like five stars. So out of 20, what, how many? 22? 22 tracks. So four songs that are like five stars. That's not, obviously it's not what I want. I want an album of five star songs. Yeah. Um, and then, but, but like, I think a good maybe half of the songs, though, are at least a four, which is, yeah, like maybe 10 or 11 are like decent, good songs, if not great songs. But then there's another half of the album, which is trash. <laughs> so the album is half trash. And to be honest, that's like kind of what I expected from Royce going in yeah. based on what I've heard from his solo stuff um in the past few years like it's the same a couple of good songs and the rest is below average and that's the trajectory that he is on for me and he has continued that but like i've got a couple of good songs that i put on a playlist so i can't complain too much but as one of my favorite rappers of all time like uh it's disappointing yeah yeah i'm i'm the same like i gave it three stars the album like average middle of the road he had some good stuff he had some poor stuff like i think what credit goes in terms of album construction theme wise is very consistent which is credit to him he doesn't jump all over the place but he still needs to do some work on his production he still his flow here just wasn't what I wanted. Um, yeah, a couple of good songs that I would listen to again, but overall, I think he missed the mark. Not as good as he's ever been, but I have a feeling he's now, unfortunately, heading in a path that isn't going to yield the best of him anymore, which I hope I'm wrong because I do love him as well. But um, yeah, I just think that this was an okay album, like average, a couple of good songs, some trash on there. But at the end of the day, Three stars. I'm glad I listened to it. Um, but yeah, I hope in his next project he can prove us wrong and smash it out of the park. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Well, so your final verdict is three out of five stars for the album. What's yeah. your Danny? I don't really have a overall. Like, I could, you know, insert the uh, your algorithm into my, you know, contract <laughs> formula and, and figure it out. But... <laughs> It's probably like similar to Aaron's. Although I feel like overall, 
Matt, you were the highest on the album. Yeah. I'm basically in the middle, and then Aaron's closely behind, but he's the lowest on the album. So Aaron, so Aaron's three stars, three you're three and a half. Yeah, and you're four. And I'm four, yeah. Okay. That would be about right. Yeah. That's pretty consistent with our, like our um, ratings from the very beginning, though. So, um, yeah. Yeah, the formula always works. Formula (laughs) does. does. It does always work. I looked up the I looked up the music to be murdered by formula, but it's all it's all um like videos, so I need to listen to my videos and see what my final verdict was. You can message us later. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Um, gents, let me just say that is a full album reviewed. Royster Five Nine allegory from start to finish. Let us know what you like. Let us know if you agree, disagree. Royce, feel free to message. Let us know what you think. I'm sure you love your album. Um, but that is. Thanks for listening to the show. Please like and subscribe, the Slim, Fitty, and Biggie Committee, and follow us on Instagram at the underscore Slim, Fitty, Biggie Committee. Stay tuned for our next show, and bye for now.